0: Welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello.
1: And Forrest. Howdy.
0: How's it going?
1: I was Good. in the middle of chewing on a piece of ice when you started and I was caught off guard.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. I love to keep both of you on your toes. It's a little harder with Forrest because he can see me wind up
1: for the high. So
0: You did
2: a really long wind up. I, yeah, this time I
0: felt it. I was, I'm excited for this. And episode. this is not
1: even a metaphorical windup. He literally winds up his he, head.
2: Yes, he <sighs> points it like, down We've at the talked ground. talked about this on the show before, right before he does the. I just, huh, there might he, be, like, you, know, you know, there, there might up, be new listeners.
0: listeners. Hello, new listeners. I, uh, it was actually, if you go back and listen to the, um, Forrest <sighs> Bailed on this, the interview that we did um with the voice like a year ago that was forever ago um how do you even remember anything from from that uh because that's where we talked about it mostly because i asked her if she did anything to make the the noises she had to make for voice acting easier like move and stuff like that um Because in that episode, in that episode before, because through the magic of editing, it was all in one episode. But we had done the interview separate. We talked about how much I did that, and you made fun of me, and she said that's a normal thing. So I'll take it. I'm just built different. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, How dare you say that? All right, let's... Rip the Up, Seth. So to all you listeners out there, the title of this podcast is going to be a little misleading. Um, We are going to uh, switch the way we do things a little bit. We're going to cover the news of the week first. And then the second half of the episode... What? Why? I'm explaining the Tell us why. The second half of the episode is going to be the Resident Evil Village... Slash eight, slash nope. no eight inch. I was no about eight. to say eight inch uh,
2: because the the Resident you know, Evil the Village
0: Numerals. spoiler cast slash review. So we're gonna get like all into what Resident Evil 8 is about. All of the
1: spoilers, all of the end. Spoiler alert! It's about evil residents. Yes, and in villages. Well, a village, a village. It's not called villages. Forest. Resident Evil Villages. You That's would know the, this. That's Have the more the
2: pseudo
0: game? open world sequel. Yeah, Force. I can't wait for a
2: Resident Evil
0: Town. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna talk it's about the, that game the prequel. in the second half of the episode. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about the news first. Um so once after the break, fair game for spoilers, uh you've been warned. Beware. But let's talk about But well, you the news. know where to be. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the news uh first off, we've got new p s five controller colours, and they look so
2: good they
1: look really they really good. do they the got red. this red red, and it's real nice looking I get but also it. the black there's just like a they took they took the white parts of the p s five controller and made it black and hey, it's like why why would you just not have done this from the beginning like everyone yelled at you to do? Exactly.
0: Why, why make your console white so that when it collects dust, you can see all of the dust? Like, just to make, be it fair, black,
1: make it black. To uh, my Xbox controller is white, so I don't have a, really a problem with white controllers. It's just that, like...
0: Wait, how is your Xbox controller white?
1: uh because it is that's how they made it
0: did you you have a series x did it not Uh, it came with a black controller
1: yes but i'm still using my old controller that i used on my xbox one
0: (laughs) why because it's cool
1: looking the same model isn't it i mean it doesn't
0: have a screen cap button and yeah. the, there's a little bit. There's a size difference between the two. Yeah, it's it's not big, but it is. There's a difference. there is one. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, turns out when you uh, you know, when you make new colors, they look good sometimes. Yeah, and that red is They're real good. So good.
1: And really, yeah. the real culprit culprit here on the white PS5 controller is that it's not all white. Like parts of it are right. black.
0: And that's that's what makes it look weird. Yeah. If and it it's still gonna... like
1: that on with the red controller, but yes. I think the, the red just kind of looks better.
2: Red and black as a combination works a lot. Like, they blend in a lot easier together, though.
1: Red, the blood of angry men. Black, <laughs> the dark of ages past. Now I have to buy this. <laughs> oh, dang uh, it!
0: Can't wait for Seth to buy that during the break. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. As Seth so eloquently put it, um, it's now turning into a Le Miz style show.
2: Uh, and you yeah. set it to the cadence of um the freaking doe, a, deer, a no, female he says, deer, no, I didn't. Ray, a drop of golden sun. Nope. So what colors are Hmm?
0: What colors do you want to see
2: next? Ah, uh, next. I don't know. Like I'm pretty s i am pretty I would like a blue. Because the answer
0: is a good strong cobalt. Yes, like a dark blue. Yes, to match that, the the
2: red, like that dark red. Mm, I'll I'll buy them. I don't normally mm. buy new controllers unless if it's like a necessity, but I would buy those. I would like a
1: translucent purple. Mm.
2: Always the, per- the perfect controller
0: <laughs> color, the perfect
2: There's one.
1: Really, you can't get better. Than you that. can't that go is wrong. The top.
2: It's or that is the spice top of the color. What is spice color? Look it up. It's, Isn't that orange? It, yeah. That's there was what one I'm of, thinking. Yeah.
1: It, it was along with Indigo, one of. Uh, yeah. That's of the Nintendo's Orange Cube controller? Yes. Yes. But it wasn't okay, orange. That. It was Spice. Spice. Was spice. Color. That Forest <laughs> is getting a lot of makeup palette yeah. colors
0: right now. Thanks, um, bud. <laughs> so, yeah, Spice would be good. Uh, translucent purple. Cobalt. Um. Because the thing is, it's got to go with that black. I know because they're not going to budge on that. Yeah, and that's really clearly. Annoying. You uh,
1: think we'll ever get a controller where that part is a change color? Mm. I guess not because the no, it never happened the, for the, the PS Five. Like has always has that uh whatever the the black stripe down the middle.
0: Yep. Yeah, it never happened for the PS Four because it had the the bottom half of the controller was always black. Um, no, True. wait. No, I had that light blue and purple one. It was light yeah, blue yeah, on they top made, and they purple made, on but, the bottom. Huh.
1: That's, they made a bunch of different two-tone uh, PS4 controllers. Maybe we'll get two-tone ones.
0: But I not anytime soon. There's a chip shortage. Who knows? Yeah. Um, what I would love to see, uh, even if the controller is a little heavier, um, you know... A rumble maybe, pack? Maybe one that doesn't die in three hours. When you're playing a game that uses all of its functionality,
2: wouldn't that be so nice? Um,
0: I know we're talking about color here, but you know, throw <laughs> let's, some. Let's extra talk about battery under the there. hood a little. Yeah, you know. Um, but man, it's really cool to feel those raindrops in Returnal. But it is not really cool to get a notification two hours into a session that your controller battery's low. Yeah. So, um. Yeah controller colors. We care about them here. And I don't know if you should at home, but <laughs> what, I
1: I think the yeah. easiest way to remedy that is instead of if you felt the raindrops in the triggers, the PS5 came with a squirt gun that mm. would Full shoot immersive. water yes. at you.
2: Yeah. I Well, it had to shoot water above you so that it could rain yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but
1: yeah. at it would it's it would still be at you. Like in your direction, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I I'll go for that. At this point, the thing was five hundred dollars. It could maybe missed me if it's raining <laughs> in the game. Um, but let's <laughs> let's move on and talk about. Uh, I don't know if you watched this, Seth. We we talked about it at length in the Discord. Um, Mario Golf Super Rush had a five minute showcase trailer. It was basically a mini direct for Mario Golf.
1: All right, it was um, a trailer.
0: It was a long trailer. It was like five and a half minutes. That's. I mean, that's not that long. And they went through all the characters and their abilities. That's pretty they went long through multiple for a game modes. trailer.
2: That's not like a story. Yeah. Thing. I mean, it was long.
0: It, it wasn't a mini. I'm direct, just saying. Right. Let's. But it was a long trailer. Let's it was a
2: feature.
1: Calm down on calling everything a direct. Okay. I agree.
0: It was a feature on Mario Golf Super Rush. Uh, I it feels wrong to call it a trailer because the trailer is like two to three minutes to me. Like this was like five and a half minutes of solid information. Um, sixteen characters, including Charge and Chuck and
1: King Bobomb. Love a football player be... <laughs> as a golfer. I, I think that's actually a great choice for a character because he is explicitly a football <laughs> creature. Makes it funny. A football creature. Have you seen his special moves, is. Seth? Yeah, he he picks breaks up the, the rules thing and tucks it. It's he hilarious. Bra- he breaks the rules. I saw y'all
2: talking about that, the, and I'm like,
1: what? The
0: He's tweets. Big. The tweets were great because it's like,
1: um, can you do that? And,
2: uh, yes. Is that legal? He can. He can. Um, He's built different. Yeah, he's I think that
1: uh, when when we're talking about that rush mode, the the rules all all bets are off. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, you know, we ever since that and also mode it's has called a out,
1: I believe it's called a hand wedge is how you <laughs> how you, what you make that shot with the hand wedge. Um,
0: ever since I've told my boss about that mode. Uh, he's been joking that we should actually play golf like that. Yeah, just four people tee off at the same time and just chaos. it would be really That'd fun. Be s- that, yeah, yeah. Would, that also, would be it would be exhausting by the end
1: of <laughs> would, oh yeah the second hole if not the first <laughs>
0: <laughs> because you're just running because every you're teamed up two people it's to cardio cart, baby so you can't like yeah
1: um, and also but the, the danger is that you're like. If not encouraged to, you're definitely in danger of getting hit with a golf ball.
0: Oh yeah, and they're not soft.
1: So, and I would argue, and I would say that hitting—I think—eventually, you would come to the conclusion that the best strategy is just to hit other people with your golf ball.
3: <laughs>
0: Maybe. Yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty
1: funny, though. That's a
0: concussion. <laughs> That's that's a. Dad, yeah, just mean, aim for the
1: chest, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hit him in that's the gut. A, ugh, or in I the still butt. Don't, still don't want that.
0: <laughs> or the don't leg. Don't want that at all. Uh, with my luck, it would hit me directly in my kneecap. It would <laughs> the be great. nipple. It'd take you, to you down. Hit him in the I nipple. Um. But also, they announced a battle golf mode, which looked really cool. It's a multiplayer mode that's similar to the 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 super rush mode or whatever the speed golf mode but it's first person to score th- 3 holes uh wins and you're on like a plane you're on a map with like nine different holes and you've got to knock 3 in before the other people and you can attack them and stuff it looks really cool but it
2: uh it looks like abject chaos <laughs> Um, I don't know. As if, everything else in this game right. does, apparently.
0: Uh, the my biggest issue with this game still is that your character in the story mode is a me player, and
2: yeah,
1: it's real
0: disappointing. I don't like that at all. But you learn golf from a shady hooded Koopa, so uh, that's kind of cool. Uh, did you see that, Seth?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I I don't think so. Oh. Well, like talk- I I played the trailer but I was only sort of half watching it.
0: Yeah. You you go and talk to this hooded Koopa. like he's in a robe looking like an Organization 13 member.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Um,
0: yeah. But it's a it brown teaches robe. You the way so it's of the golf. so it's Ansom's robe, not an Organization 13 robe because it's There brown. is a
2: difference.
0: Uh yeah. But yeah, Mario Golf June 25th. It's going to be game of the year, probably, for me. What if it was
2: all part of Ansem's plan? Xanord's plan. <laughs> you know. Yeah, of course. To disguise himself as a, as a, a Koopa. A new freaking Koopa. It's called.
1: Oh, o- Poxack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Um
0: Let's. So, uh, Jeff Grubb, famously known with the Summer Games Miss. Uh, he reported that he has strong, reliable information. And uh, a lot of outlets have picked up on this, uh, saying they've heard the same thing and reporting on his reporting uh, that Starfield is going to be an Xbox and PC exclusive. Um, Mm. You know, we're seeing the fruits of that partnership quick.
1: Yeah, it (laughs) really... It sounded like, like they made it seem like it was going to be longer, I guess, before that a- the actual exclusivity would kick in. But it seems r- instead they're like, nope, Starfield. Uh, that's just us. Sorry guys. Yeah,
2: they pulled the trigger on it real quick. And maybe this is like a selective thing between all the different projects that's going on with Bethesda right now, but. This is the only one that we have like a solid word of, you know. Even though this game's probably still like three years away at the least.
0: The it's supposedly wait it's closer than that. Oh, they Microsoft is okay. Like, hey, speed it that supposedly up. Supposedly was supposed to be this year, and then it's getting delayed. It internally like there's no official yeah. like announcement about, it, but it was supposed to be this year. And then it seems like it's gonna be next middle early next year. Hmm. Seemingly. That's that's what I saw online. That's a lot sooner than I was expecting. Um now Jason Schreier had been saying that don't expect it this year, (laughs) but Grubb had been saying, No, my people have been saying that, you know, but you know, you know how that goes. Yeah. Um it's all about the leakers and what they know. Uh, god bless them but starfield being exclusive is big that is do you do you think that um do you think that this means more bethesda games are gonna do that if it if it's showing up this early
1: i mean this realistically starfield was the only one that wasn't going to be exclusive because it was the next one that was coming out
0: yeah, so you think that they're going to I mean, I I hesitate. I I just think there's too much money on the table. But do you you think there would they would lock the next Elder Scrolls as exclusive? Uh, I don't think
2: so. I think it makes sense with a new IP like Starfield to cut that straight to exclusivity and then maybe keep the other franchises more open.
1: I don't know. I mean, when the when they made the announcement of acquiring Bethesda, like they they said, it seemed that in the near term they were open to like continuing the plans that had already been made about releasing on other consoles. But long term, this meant that these games were going to be exclusive to Microsoft. Um. So I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't see what the benefit of them releasing the next Elder Scrolls on PlayStation would be for them.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: But, Um, of course, it is probably... We're looking like three, four years down the line. Um, And so it's possible plans could change in that time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course.
1: But I would say today there's a better chance that Elder Scrolls 6 is on the next Switch than it is on the PlayStation. (laughs)
0: you know you joke about that but there was a uh since we're slightly talking about xbox and like stuff like that there was a lengthy redaction from a nintendo higher up that testified in the epic apple thing and it was about bringing game pass to other things besides xbox and pc Mm. And it was a quite the lengthy redaction. (laughs) Uh,
2: That entire part of the yeah, it was a long block. (sighs) Yeah, I still think that's happening. Oh yeah, there were there were too many reports about it. There
1: were too many reports about it being a thing for it to not have been a thing at some point.
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to happen. It's just a matter of when and how. I'm sure that's what all was behind that big redaction. Was (laughs) you know. Hey,
2: we've talked about it. We're, With Microsoft. We're, and this year is yeah. the winter months. Like so, it just has the whole, all the details of it. It's yeah. like, oh, we gotta, we got to scratch that out. we got to wipe yeah. that out. Um, man, if you're
0: not following, uh, follow Rebecca Valentine on Twitter. Uh, sh- she's posting a bunch of the stuff about that Epic vs. Apple. And there is still a ton of good uh, content coming out from that that's it's good i know i say it every week but it's still ongoing so it's not like it's stale um so let's move on to everyone's favorite topic when we talk about it uh we always find a way to talk about the new final fantasy 7 intergrade uh release that's coming june
2: 11th i think i think i think so um, we always find a spot for it here on the right. show. They are adding Rama
0: section. as a as a summon. Am I saying that right, Seth?
1: I'm not sure. That, I always pronounce I it, it Rama, but I think it might actually be Ramu. Ooh, that would make. I was sense. actually I was actually going to bring this up tonight because I was curious because I I mean I also thought it was Rama, but I think it might be Ramu because. Like the, yeah, like looking at. I'm trying to see because I don't like I don't actually read Japanese, but the, um, on the Final Fantasy wiki, the kind of transliteration of the Japanese name is Ramu.
0: Alright. Also known as Indra. Hmm, that's a cooler name. Yeah. In my opinion. Ramu
2: seems like almost, Egyptian. I was gonna say more like Norse. Yeah, well. Uh you
1: know. Yep. It's pronounced Ramu. Hmm. <laughs> Who is it? Just Ramu? makes
0: me think of Yamu. That's <laughs> what like the what what you know what it sounds like your move sounds like in the Yu Gi Oh intro. <laughs> Ramu, oh, your Ramu, uh, Ramu. <laughs> yeah, it's time. <laughs> um, but they're they're also bringing in the Fort Condor mini game from Final Fantasy VII, uh, which, to be honest, I watched a video of and I forgot that was a thing. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: do you remember that Sith
1: Fort Condor? Yeah. Yeah. That's how you got Phoenix. Also, they said that if you complete all the levels and you beat the grandmaster you get uh exclusive material so i bet phoenix is also going to be in this game
0: yeah probably that'd be yeah. sick um i'm gonna replay this whole game it's gonna be really, <laughs> uh it's gonna be so good and yeah, I i'm know, very excited so i it comes out june 10th i looked it up um definitely gonna be replaying it uh because I'm such a fan of ugh, I'm yeah yeah I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> all right, let's let's move on a couple more things. Uh, GTA 5's big remaster that actually Sony felt worthy enough to show during their PS5 showcase. It's a
2: curtain jerk with it is
0: coming uh, out November in November. So, GTA
2: 5 is going to print Rockstar more money. And. I totally
1: forgot that they showed that. Really?
2: Yeah. I I think about it almost every time I look at my PS five. So
0: the reason <laughs> Unfortunately
2: <laughs> The reason I
0: thought the reason I remembered about it, uh was not only because of the article, but the other day I saw a tweet saying like, Hey, do you guys remember how weird that PlayStation showcase was for the console? And I was like I, didn't, I don't remember it being weird, but I do remember it not being great. So I watched Seth the waypoint watch, like they did a watch along where they did commentary during it. And I watched them like, oh yeah, this is actually weird. This was, and the fact that they opened with this is not great. Um, yeah. And they had to have a disclaimer, like everything from here on out is shown on a PS5. And yeah, Um. Yeah, GTA five getting their big remaster coming out in November. Um so GTA six honestly is probably like three or four years away. At this point,
1: yeah. Uh, more than I, that. More than that, you think? Yes. I think All right. that they're going to keep extending the life of GTA five as long as possible.
0: Yeah, I think you're right too. I, I yeah. think you're right because sure, there's no they, signs of slowing down. They keep making so much money. They make Fortnite level money with GTA 5 online. If you people would stop playing GTA online, <sighs> you people. I don't know if there's anyone in our Discord that plays <laughs> GTA online. Tell me because I we've talked about it before. Tell me if you play it because
2: I I would need to love know why.
0: To, there's people that do RP servers yeah where they do fast food jobs and stuff and that's like their passion they're like i just got to go to work in gta 5 <laughs> it's <laughs> just crazy play
1: second life
0: It might as well at this point you can only have like 12 people in one online match in gta 5 it's not you can't have like a bunch of people uh in the same world it's not It's not more than, like, 12. Are
2: you sure about yeah, that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because I feel like when I played it back on, like, the 360, it was a fair amount. Look it up while we're while talking.
0: Um, so my constant uh, war against Neil Druckmann continues uh, <laughs> because Team Cherry announced the other day that there will be no Hollow Knight Silksong news at E3. I'm hoping this is a joke. And that there will be an announcement the day after E3, or something, please. Or maybe...
1: Or maybe... Never mind, I won't say it. No, 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 say it. What if it's cancelled?
0: No, no. Hmm. Don't do that. Uh, You (laughs) told me to say say it, I wasn't going to. I was thinking maybe, since Jeff Cayley decided to do his summer whatever thing again... That's what you're 10th, Weezer. On June 10th, it's going to be at that showcase and Naughty Three. My hopes are still high, Neil. You are, and a... you better make sure things happen somehow. Just say it. You look like you're on the verge of
1: tears, David. I'm upset. <laughs> I
0: every time I think about this game not
2: coming out, I get mad and then
1: uh, and you're also compounding it by relating it to Neil Druckmann.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're really not doing yourself any favors here. Yeah. Uh for the GTA 5 thing, for the 316 PS3 version of the game, it was 16 players per session. It got upgraded to 30. That's per... still not a lot. No. Uh, not a lot for, for GTA. That map. I'd say that's a lot. It's
0: not a lot for that map. You can do like 128 people <laughs> fights in Battlefield. That's not a lot. Okay, that's fair. Um, so, yeah. Hollow Knight Song, Team Cherry. Take your time. You're doing the Lord's work. I believe in everything that you're doing. And that game is going to be perfect when it comes out. <sighs> I'm eager. Between when that and I like, Sports Story. I like your choice of why, words. Why show me an indie out. trailer so long far in advance? I, I'm i never going to get Sports Story. I, like And Seth. Seth also really wants Sports Story, I know.
1: Like... This E3 I, baby, got my fingers crossed. Yeah, hey.
0: ha, I have to
1: have, I have, <laughs> to have
2: hope because um, without it, what else do you have in life? Exactly. See, the thing is, uh, what
1: my strategy is just to forget that these games exist, and then so when pleasantly it surprised. Happen. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess that's a strategy.
2: That's how I survived the wait for Kingdom Hearts three, <laughs> in between that and Dream Drop distance yeah yeah um real quick uh
0: there was a tweet that i saw it was hilarious um there's that batman fortnite comic comic <laughs> out there and there's definitely a silhouette of samus in one of the frames and that has to be coming at some point like, i don't think so
1: i think it was planned and then canned Ooh, a plan can
0: mm.
1: yeah classic plan and canned you know that it's true because it rhymes. <laughs> As we have well, discussed in our Discord before.
3: Yeah.
0: <sighs> I hope it's I hope it's still coming. Um and let's talk about Nintendo's dumb choices with amiibo. Yet again. Not really again. Well, this I mean is just the dumb, first choices. Time, yeah, dumb choices. Yeah, dumb choices. Uh Seth, explain this one to me.
1: Yeah, so I th- today they announced a Frankly, a rather cool amiibo of Zelda and a Loftwing, um, from the upcoming. I guess it's from Skyward Sword and for the upcoming remaster of it. Um, it seems like it'll be a slightly larger than regular amiibo. Um, but using it in game unlocks the ability to basically you can you can tap it and anywhere you are in the map you'll fly up into the sky and be on the Loftwing, which was, I guess, sort of the overworld of Skyward Sword. Um, it's how you got from, like, dungeon area to dungeon area. And normally, in the game, in the original, you could only do that at, like, s- specific save points. Um, but you got this amiibo, you can just do it whenever. Which is neat. The, the only thing is, you can only do it with this amiibo. You can't just do it in the game. You have to buy this amiibo. On also... The Amiibo is like twice the price of regular Amiibo.
0: Wait, what? Really? So it's like forty yeah. dollars. I no, thought it was like, just a.
1: No, so the normal ones are what, like fifteen? Yeah. I, this thing is. I, this thing was like. What did I see? It was like twenty-eight or something like that.
0: Mm. That's still too much.
1: Yeah. So. I don't know. It's just really dumb, like. Uh, it's not a thing that anyone c- would complain about the feature, like, not existing if they had never done anything about it. But, I don't know. It's just it's just this weird, dumb thing that I can imagine in their heads, like, oh, this will be cool. We'll give them this cool amiibo and unlock this unique um, game mechanic. Uh, and so I could see, in theory, like, how you could convince yourself it's a good idea. But then it, but then you don't take into fact, oh, if people want to play the game like this, they have to spend 30 extra dollars to be able to fast travel from wherever they are.
0: Yeah, so I guess you can only do this from save points without the Amiibo. And right. like this is just such a quality of life thing that should be included in the game.
2: Yeah. But what if Nintendo could make 30 extra dollars off of you on top of a $60 game? But they're not even making
0: 30 extra dollars. They're an amiibo whatever it costs to produce. And you already know that it's going to be impossible to get this
2: amiibo. Oh, yeah. So It's probably sold out already, even if pre-orders haven't opened up. Right. Um. It's just silly, man.
0: I don't like it. I don't either. It has and the frustrating thing is no matter how much people complain uh, it's not like Nintendo has a track record of being like listen we I've, know you're mad yeah, we'll I've correct this yeah. uh, they're just gonna be like whatever dude you're gonna buy the game or not
1: so it's yeah it's just kind of a peculiar Nintendo thing
0: and it's not like they have a track record of doing this with Amiibo at least
1: well, I mean, they always like to have special things that, like, they want the Amiibos to be useful in-game.
2: It's usually cosmetic stuff, though. Um, the I don't know, Samus I mean, Returns, the, uh, um, the, go ahead. Uh, the, I was reading something earlier today, uh, for Samus Returns, the Metroid 2 remake on the 3DS, uh, one of the Amiibos for it unlocked, like, uh, harder difficulty mode. Yeah, but it's just like this is just proper gameplay stuff that is just locked behind a either hard to get collectible or expensive stuff by this point, you know? Like
1: Yeah, it's it's weird. Like and these are things that don't really super affect the game because like the original Skyward Sword didn't have this feature. Um, and who knows, maybe it didn't because it completely, like, breaks the flow of the game. And so that's why they want it to be locked behind an Amiibo. And, like, the hard difficulty, I know that we talked about this on this podcast when they announced that. Like, locking an extra difficulty mode behind an Amiibo is also dumb, but, again, doesn't actually meaningfully change the game. But it's just like, why, why don't I just put this stuff in there? Yeah. And I was going to say that, like, most, most of the stuff that, like, the stuff you get from the amiibos are sort of just extra um but I will say that the um amiibos used in Breath of the Wild are super important for speedrunners because you can uh, spawn a metal crate out of anywhere
3: mm.
0: yeah I
1: that was a strange response you just had to that, David. <laughs> what? I couldn't tell, like, what that noise was that you just made.
0: <laughs> it's more just exasperated than yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where I land. Um, <sighs> well, all right. Was there any more news that we wanted to talk about? I got nothing. Seth? I don't think so. All right. Um, Nintendo, get it together. Uh, We say that all the time. But um, with that, we will be back after the break. Oh,
1: wait. Did you guys hear about this game, Lies of P? Which is a Souls-like based on the story of Pinocchio. (laughs) Oh, my God. What?
0: I think I saw a tweet about this. What? But I have not seen the trailer. Yep.
1: Anyway, we're not going to talk about it at all. We're going to go to break. All right. We'll go I back to the break. I just wanted to put that in, out into the ether. And we'll talk about
0: Resident Evil 8 after the break.
2: Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks links for the socials and the invite to our discord are in the show notes below subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher and while you're at
0: it let your friends know about the podcast it's the best way to help us grow our community and with that back to the show and we're back with a breaking news update neither seth nor Forrest know what i'm about to say so let me tell you
1: get a breaking news sound
0: 13 Breaking minutes ago.
1: News. The sound. The
0: effect. 13 Wait. minutes ago, the story Wait. synopsis.
1: Wait. Okay.
0: I'm so eager to tell you this.
1: I did it. That was it.
0: <laughs> I didn't hear it. Yeah. Um, okay. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, 13 minutes ago, the story synopsis for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 dropped. Yo. Would you like to hear it? Yes. After settling in Green Hills, Sonic is ready for more freedom, and Tom and Maddie agree to leave him home while they go on vacation. <laughs> but no sooner are they gone when Dr. Robotnik comes back, this time with the new partner, Knuckles, and search for an emerald that has the power to both build and destroy civilizations. Sonic teams up with his own sidekick, Tails, and together they embark on a journey to find the emerald before it falls into the wrong hands sick sick ooh very excited yes 10 out of 10 i'm smiling big yes now
2: will it
1: <laughs> be true. just a chaos emerald or will it be the master emerald which knuckles is the guardian of
2: mmm mmm it'll be the mm. master emerald probably. i think you go for the master emerald uh you it, and you use that to either like break it up and like say that the shards of it are the chaos emeralds and then that's how you get like shadow to like coming into the story and all that kind of jazz we're not getting shadow in this movie not in this movie but in a third or a fourth one i think we could be on to something i'm i'm thinking long game here fellas i'm thinking the future Of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie franchise. You're kidding yourself if you don't
1: think they have plans to bring Shadow in. Though I would say Metal Sonic would probably come before Shadow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're going to get Metal Sonic before we get
2: Shadow with a gun. Uh, (laughs) He should never not have a gun at this (laughs) point, to be honest. (laughs) um, All
0: right, all right. Let's talk about. I just. I had to tell you, I saw it, and, you know it's verbal verification that we're getting knuckles baby um so all right resident evil eight resident village village
1: resident village there's no eight
0: we played it all three of us we did we did i beat it actually like the day after our last episode
2: um Forrest probably beat it this morning. No, I beat it last <laughs> night, right after I got home from work. Uh, Seth <laughs> Thank beat you very it much. sometime over the weekend?
1: I uh, did. I think I beat it on Saturday. I think I beat it in three sittings. Really?
0: Yeah. That, that scans, yeah. I beat it in maybe four. I think I was four or five. It's it's not a long game. No. My... my nope. My time was at 10 hours and 13 minutes mine was 934
1: mm. mine was right about there maybe like 10 something uh
0: i did everything i could i got all the treasures um i did all of the man the cool uh what what are they called the labyrinth puzzles yeah the labyrinth puzzles i did all of those and um I you
2: know I went to all the wells and hunted as much of the animals as I could. Same, and I didn't do all the treasures. Um, really? Yeah, and there was one cave that like there's a puzzle in there that apparently has important story information, but it's like optional. Um, and I went into it. I heard a loud noise, and I immediately turned around and left. <laughs> I wonder which scared.
0: one. I wonder which one that is. <sighs> Oh, I know which one it is.
2: You you didn't go in that cave? No, I was scared. I, I, I took a recording of it. I'll post it on Twitter later.
0: So, <laughs> okay. So there is an optional cave. Uh, Seth, did you go in the cave where you see the roots?
2: Yeah, to go, get there by the boat. Like yeah. via boat. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. didn't go in that cave I went in all? that cave, heard a loud noise, immediately turned around. I told you doing there this. was nothing <laughs> in
1: there.
0: There was some loot. There's some ammo and well, stuff. Oh yeah.
1: And then after you get the loot, a bunch of werewolves attack you. Or, excuse me, lichens. Lichens. As they are. They're and not gentlemen. werewolves. Lichens and
0: gentlemen. <laughs> you know,
1: I want to talk about that line because it <laughs> seems to imply that all of the lichens are female. Yeah. That... Which doesn't initially track except when you get to... Uh, the vampire mommy's house she apparently only brings in females to feed on uh or women i should say yeah uh female humans uh so i don't know i like i couldn't tell if that like in hindsight was that just a dumb line because heisenberg is dumb or He's was great. it actually yeah well we'll, we'll get right, there. We... we'll Let's get see. there <laughs> um so yeah uh, that
0: cave that's where you get the first idea that it's the mold that's causing all of this, yeah. not just more
2: supernatural stuff. Yeah. So that's what one of my friends was telling me about yeah, earlier today. Uh that
0: that is a cool area and a cool visual that you just completely missed. I missed it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I was so, scared. Um let let's so the opening of this game, uh, you are coddling a child. You know, me and my love of sad dad games. I think,
1: I think before we go through, like, the game piece by piece, let's just get, like, what is everyone's kind of general thoughts about the game?
0: I uh, I don't want to be so negative so fast. No, I'll do this. Go go ahead, Forrest. We'll let um, you go.
2: I like, I like the game as its own separate thing, but as a continuation of Resident Evil 7, I think it does a horrible disservice um, in continuing anything from that game, especially tone-wise and, like, gameplay-wise. Like, I enjoy a good action game every now and again. That's not really what I was hoping from as a sequel to Resident Evil 7. Yeah, I was wanting...
0: Uh, there's a specific section of the game, the, the dollhouse area, where yeah. I felt oh. like that was such a strong well-built area of the game and even the lady dimitrescu lady d that area uh i thought those two areas were so good and then the game sort of falls like my it becomes two resident evil 4 5 and 6 it becomes an action game yes um and yeah i i ended up kind of lukewarm on it i'm actually as someone who stopped caring about resident evil after resident evil 3 um I'm actually like you know I'm interested to see where they go with everything but yeah. uh, I I kind of I don't regret playing it but it definitely was like man this was not not a worthy successor to 7 in my opinion. Um uh, hmm. What do you think Sith?
1: I really enjoyed the game. Honestly. Really? It was it's it it's an insane game it makes yeah. no sense like but from the <laughs> yeah. beginning they kind of they throw literally everything at you and you're just like alright I'm in it uh, and then it kind of chills out um, but it was just so like it was just so over the top and I um, I think there was enough th- there were enough of the kind of stuff that felt like the really good parts from resident evil seven um in between the stuff that i thought maybe wasn't as good um but yeah i i i had a i had a great time playing it uh i played a large portion of the game intoxicated which was fun <laughs> um also and really really kind of takes some of the uh the scare out out of out of it uh <laughs>
2: I Which, promise there isn't much in it after the first half. Yeah, after yeah, yeah the it's first true. Two area, you're...
1: Um, but even like the you know just things jumping out of uh, around corners or you're just getting attacked by wolves all of a sudden, it's like I was just sort of in. A, in uh, anyway, it was fun. Um, I don't think I think that there was definitely rough parts. Um but just like the strength of the characters uh and the voice acting and like the the scene setting it's just it's really a visually s- impressive game like yeah. it kind of sort of falls apart by the end but I don't know I think I was just having such a good time like by the end I was just sort of along for the ride and I was like all right let's do this crazy stuff and I was just like yeah keep Keep giving me all the more insane details. Just throw them all at me. I'm 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 here for it.
2: I did really like the lore and exposition dumps. I'm a sucker for those. Like all the background stuff that happens in the Resident
1: Evil game, and they were also hilarious because they didn't. (laughs) None of it needed to be part of this game. Um, Like you could take all of the stuff connecting it to the greater Resident Evil franchise out, and it would be the same game. Um, yeah, pretty much. You
2: could put it in another Resident Evil game and it would function probably better. <laughs> I, yeah. And I as saw... a person who only played 7
1: and only had sort of like a brief knowledge, like I understand what Umbrella is, but I don't know any of the characters' names outside of like Albert Wesker. Um, the
2: coolest dude. Yeah. <laughs> he like, wears his shades indoors. And I only I only know that because
1: night. he was in Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like that stuff, I, it was it was like amusing for me, but I was like, all right, whatever. I'm sure that this person is important, and this thing that I'm reading has a lot of lore implications. Um, but I'm just I'm just here for the ride. Uh, yeah, uh, I thought this was a very. I I found it to be a very good game. Seth um,
0: Seth takes the same approach to Resident Evil that he did to Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Which I absolutely love. Hey, <laughs> you you are one of my favorite people in the world, Seth, <laughs> and the fact that you do this. But I did see, I saw tweets over the past like week where it was like, this game solidified that Resident Evil is the Fast and Furious of video games. Yes. <laughs> like, it's, it just...
1: Yeah, it just, it fits to whatever they want the characters and story to do. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, it could oh... Be, uh, do we want this to be a medieval setting? Well, here's some medieval bioweapons. <laughs> and here's uh, a guy, Ethan Winters. I loved how everyone was always saying his full name. His
2: full
0: name. They always says full name. How did you like how much Ethan talked in this
1: game? I mean, Seth. it was I, <laughs> I yes need to know. and no. It was really dumb, but yes. also, but I. I can appreciate like, at at first I was skeptical. I was like, "All right, dude, you should be used to this. Like, you just did all this stuff." Yes. But that, I guess that was. But he eventually he just is just is like, rolling with the punches, and he's you know talking back to all these monsters
2: he thinks he's <laughs> so cool he does think Except he's the coolest he's so, he's the worst he's so dumb it, like i
1: mean he, i don't think he thinks he's cool i, I think that he's do just you hear like what he says no i think he's just like so tired like he's just so fed up with all of this supernatural crap happening around him that he he can't he he's just like re- choosing not to deal with it
2: Except he like perpetually in, in a always way. chooses to deal with it <laughs> because he keeps putting himself further and further and further into these situations. There is we will get we'll talk about it later, but that he is given an out. He is given a chance to end it <laughs> so easy. And he's like, yeah. No, definitely There were definitely, there were definitely <laughs> some body.
1: There were definitely moments where I I was taken out of the game and be like I can accept a lot of things, but that decision is not one that I would have made in the this entire, situation.
2: The entire second half of the that, game was me yelling at Ethan for so the stupid the worst, things he so was the, doing. The real frustrating
0: thing is, is that whole second half of the game. Ethan is making stupid decisions, and then once you get out of the situation he got himself in, he's like, "Oh man, that sucked." And it's like, "Dude, yes, it's you.
1: fantastic." I, I really like Ethan. Like, I think he's awful but in like a great <laughs> way and it, it's just sort of weird like going back to what you said about this being a str- the, the way that this was the follow up to Resident Evil 7 um it is really strange that this is the direction because like Ethan doesn't need to be in this story like no. I think they they only brought him in because he was the first person protagonist of the previous game um Cause like, in the last one, you had, uh, you could at least understand his motivation, like he's going to save his wife that he ha- that has been missing, um. And but in this one, it's just like this is so, I don't, why is he in this situation? I don't know. It's it's a it's a strange game, and like they do they, it, they ha- it has to contort itself, to make the situations work, but, and I don't know that that contortion is entirely successful, but I think the situations themselves, I mostly enjoyed. Um, so I don't know. That's bizarre. This
0: but yeah, game, I liked it. I, you know, I, I want everyone to know listening that I, the only person I've talked to about the game has been Forrest. <laughs> uh, of that's on the show right now. So, to hear Seth come out of left field with he really liked that. This is
1: not what we this were predicting. This is great. I'm, I'm with it. I mean, it's a fun game. It was fun. I'm with
0: you. I just wanted it to be spookier.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I could... Be... I would have liked that. Um, I think... See, I, I saw a lot online of everyone saying, this game isn't scary. And so, even... Like, it, it had just ingrained... While I was playing, it was just ingrained in my mind. This game isn't scary. So even, like, the things that would have scared me in 7, I was just like, eh. Like, yeah. because I just decided, yeah, this isn't... I'm not going to be scared by this. And so I wasn't. Which was <laughs> funny, because at one point I was playing, and uh, one of my roommates was in my room watching, and he he yelped a couple times, and so <laughs> I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And I was like, yeah, what? It was funny. Yeah. It was the zombies coming out of the blood... Yeah, in seller oh,
0: that was cool. Okay, we'll get to the cool moments. There was... Uh, I want to go back to something real quick that you said before we go to the breakdown, uh, is that you said this is a very visually striking and beautiful game. And I think that is a true statement 80% of the time. Uh, there's a weird 20% of this game that looks like it's a PS2 game, and I don't understand.
1: I think it's funny that you've like <laughs> fixated on these things, because I mostly didn't... I, I will say that the game is also, it's an ugly game, but, like, in the ways that most of the characters and villains which populate it are, like, really grotesque. Right. Yeah. It's um, ugly
2: in an impressive way. Yeah. Right. It's, no, I think it's... It's,
1: it... it's ugly in, like, the the highest possible fidelity. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I Like I said, there's... Some of the stuff in this game has some of the my favorite, like, graphics I've seen in a game. Yeah. Um, literally, there was some times where as dark as the game is and as much as that frustrated me sometimes, there was some stuff in the factory that I was just like, wow, this is in a video game. This is being rendered in real time. I'm walking. Like, I was very cognizant of, like, what the developers had to do to make that work. Yeah. And then there's just other stuff like, like rock textures being like, there's just some textures being bad. And it's, it's just confusing to me when those two exist in the same space. And I mean, it's fine. Like it, but it still just really throws me off sometimes. Um, where I'll be running past something and I'm like, hold on. That's, that's not, (laughs) that's weird. Um, so it's, it is a beautiful game one of the more impressive technical showcases I've seen in, uh, with the next gen uh, if I have to be honest um, I, I really thought Returnal was impressive uh, the, the further I've gone in that game there is hitches uh, <laughs> uh, it's not perfect but I think Resident Evil 8 is or Resident Evil Village is just stunning absolutely stunning mostly yeah, um, but I I want to go into some of this breakdown because this yes. is a let's talk about is, what
1: happens in the game. Yeah,
0: because it's it ramps up, boy does it. Uh, so you start out the game coddling a child, and yep. your baby wife rose. is berating you. Your wife is berating you, <laughs> um, and you, you know, your baby rose, and you go to put the baby to sleep. Um,
1: and did you guys you... explore the house at all? Yeah. Yeah, I I walked around the house. Found a um, little the the bobblehead from the Baker yes. house that he keeps for some reason? Yeah, I did not.
0: Yes, and he questioned out loud, "Why do I keep why this?" I keep it's this? Like,
2: once again, why does Ethan <laughs> uh, Winters
0: do what he does?
1: I don't know. He's such a
2: strange <laughs> he man. He doesn't
0: even know. Well, we can get to uh, <laughs> like There are
1: explanations, but I don't know that they properly explain this man's personality. That's correct. No, no. (laughs) Um,
0: So, yeah, the mold. Uh, um, But he's got the bobblehead. They put the baby to sleep. Um, Ethan is sitting down to have dinner with his wife. And... (laughs) <laughs> bullets cascade into their home comedically so uh and then uh mia viscerally is murdered in front of ethan's eyes by chris redfield By chris redfield <laughs> comedically so
1: remember um, him he was at the end of the last one
0: yeah remember chris redfield he looks better the, now i don't know because there was times in this game where he looked like a really fat character and then times where he looked really jacked and i don't understand what happened there, huh. if it was just the point of view of the character or what, but it was it made me laugh a couple times. <laughs> um so then Chris Redfield proceeds to tell you that you won't understand. That is a running theme in this game. Yes is
2: Chris
1: yes, just Chris Re- Chris showing down? up Chris showing up uh demeaning <laughs> Ethan in and not, not explaining what is, what is happening.
2: And leaving. You're out of your depth, Ethan. Like, Which like we'll get right
1: there. before that, Ethan talked about how he had he literally had military training after what happened in the Baker House in Resident Evil Seven. There is
2: a like training manual, like a book in his office Listen, that's like about
0: military training. No amount of books can prepare you. You're not ready, and you're out of your depth.
1: Well look, no I mean I or... I agree that books cannot prepare you, but the fact that he lived through Resident Evil 7 kind yes. of Listen, prepares you.
0: Chris saw what he survived and still decided you're out of no, your depth. You're bro. out of your depth. You, yeah, you, you okay. fought like an 80-story mold monster. One of my friends... Chris Redfield
1: in this game is just... Every time he shows up, it's like, what the heck is going on? Why yeah. Why does this exist? But yeah, an so of chaos. Chris... Uh, shoots mia mia in the head like seven times yes and then like another seven
2: times (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't take it seriously yeah it was so like
1: it was so over the top but also like so it was still it's weird because like this is one of the first things they showed off and so you knew it was happening um and you knew it was at the beginning of the game if you had watched any of the footage but it's still just i don't know what like the tone they were going for here is because it's it's not humorous but it's and it and it it, it leans so much farther into like being grotesque but also like it's yeah. i guess because of already seeing it, it's like it's also still hard to take it that seriously Right, but it's still sort of like a little unsettling because this is this is gratuitous. Like why? And so and you don't learn why until like the last two hours of the game.
0: Oh, yeah. the last hour! You're being generous. <laughs> it's it's the, literally like the last forty five minutes. Um, yeah,
1: it's so. it was it's it's such and it's such a weird starting point. Like I talked about how the game throws a lot at you at the beginning. But I'm talking about after this. Like this, you're kind of like, what? What? What is this? Why is this happening? Yeah, and then it kind of goes on from there.
0: So I do want to say, uh, shout out to Quack in the Discord. I was texting him about the game. The opening was very emotional and moving for him and surprising because I guess he just, his mind completely forgot The part of the first trailer where Chris kills Mia. And so he's like, he did not remember. I guess if
1: you hadn't if you didn't remember that, that it would be a very striking moment.
0: So he was like, You didn't think that was surprising at all? And I'm like, No, man. That was trailer one. Yeah. And then I sent him the link. (laughs) And he's like, Oh, I forgot that was in that trailer. Uh yeah. So I mean
1: (laughs) Which it goes maybe maybe they put it in because they didn't want it to be this really jarring moment but it's strange that that would have been the very first thing that they showed
2: because that not, would I've...
1: have it would have drastically altered how the beginning of the game felt had you not expected that to happen
2: yeah. yeah plus also like we know that just from the trailers that we did get like ethan's not hunting down chris out of like revenge or anything like that's and another he's not, weird he's not even thing. hunting Chris Exactly like, he's not hunting Chris at all he's so what, not going yeah. after Chris
1: Which I it, it is a strange thing so that that is what happens like Chris kills Mia and then the other his other agents the soldiers like they knock out Ethan and they take Rose and they leave and Ethan blacks out and you the next you wake up you're kind of s- strewn in the snow behind the truck um that something has like derailed it, and you're in the snow trying to figure out where everyone is. And he goes off, and I guess his there's like a dossier they there about how they um, Chris was planning to move them to a different site for observation. And so I guess you the input, you Ethan's input is that I gotta go find my baby daughter. Because my wife was just murdered, and I don't want anything to happen to my baby. Also, um, right. But it is weird that he never like, outside of the very first moment where he's like, "Chris, what the hell?" Uh, <laughs> after that, he never really is like, "Why did you, why did you shoot my wife?" Or has any kind of desire to enact vengeance on him. But I guess there's such a there's there's so much going on that there's not really time for him to do that. And every time you see Chris, it's like uh, Chris five doesn't want to long. explain,
2: anyways. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Chris is like, I got other things going on. He's a busy man. Get out! He is a very <laughs> busy man. So he's not part of the BSAA. They don't mention that in the game, but like he left the organization after six for some reason.
0: So I don't know. I, what I that also is. wanted.
2: So yes, a I
0: had no clue who that what that is. And B, I really, I talked to this the other day with uh, uh, one a mutual friend, and I was like, you know, I really thought Resident Evil Seven was this sort of like soft reboot for the entire franchise. No, and that is just not the truth. And Resident Evil Village really lays in how much it's connected to everything. Yes, and
1: <laughs> yeah. It's... 7 definitely could have been a soft reboot, but then they decided to take another direction.
0: Exactly. Then they decided, you know what? Uh, let's double you know, down remember that, on the remember connective Remember that standalone
1: lore. game that we had that everyone loved? Let's make everything about it actually connected to all of the other Resident Evil games. Yeah. I mean, it so, is a strategy.
0: I'm we'll good see, with it. We'll I it like Resident out. Evil lore. <laughs> i mean i do too for all its (laughs) faults and failures yes so it's uh, not good so you you go through this you go through this village you well
1: you you wake up in the snow and you follow the footprints i guess to this kind of overlook which brings you outside of this village um did you guys ever realize that ethan and mia were in europe
0: no. I knew I was very before. confused how they got to Europe. I knew beforehand. Yeah.
1: So I assumed at the beginning they were in America. Yes, because that's I where also they lived beforehand. That. And then all of a sudden he wakes up in this van outside of Europe. And I'm like, um <laughs> I, was,
0: I was very confused with like that. What? Too. Like so, and
1: I could understand in that moment why he was incredibly confused because there... I was too.
2: It may be mentioned in a thing. So when you start up the game for the first time, it gives you an option to get like a relay of events from Resident Evil 7. I think it may mention in there that they moved to Europe. Mm, but I can't well, remember exactly. That's a shame that they
0: never said that in
2: Resident Evil 7
0: <laughs> either. Well, that yeah. That they were going to Europe. <laughs> uh, the the only Well, it thing was after can...
1: the training that they had.
0: Yeah. That they also did bring up. Yeah. No. Uh, but it I guess you could infer the that they were in Europe and that they were outside of a village because that the story she reads to Mia or Rose in the beginning, she says it's the village. It's a local the local tale, tale. or whatever. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
2: It's I kinda wanna I, talk about that,
1: but also don't. Um Yeah. We'll talk about strange. it at
2: the end when it makes more sense. Yeah when we get the second half of the story
0: yeah
1: yeah so uh uh, this game it feels like a bunch of different like standalone experiences stitched together and this kind and it's and it starts when you get to the actual the titular village um which is where ethan finds himself after following uh the tracks in the snow and a sudden like did anyone notice how it was, like, pitch black and then it was just daytime? Yes. Right at yes. the beginning of the game? That was weird. yeah, and then uh, but it was yeah you're in the village. Daytime.
2: Yes. And then eventually it becomes evening, like, dusk.
1: Well, apparently the game takes place over a 24-hour period.
2: Yes. Uh, Ethan's journal has specific time stamps. I... <laughs> yeah never looked at that journal once oh so i did I a few no times early on about. it's more yeah. stupid thoughts of ethan winters <laughs> just you know, the recapping guy <laughs> the game
1: who has just this great in- internal dialogue he, he wrote it all down for you to
2: read yeah so if you really liked his one-liners and stuff you'll love his prose
0: <laughs> it's just him workshopping ideas
2: <laughs> what am i gonna say the I'm magneto say when i
0: kill him <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, so the village. The uh, what did we think of our first experience of the village? Uh so the was... village the, the village acts as a sort of hub. Um not really. I mean it's it's the first area that you're in and then you eventually come back to it later where it becomes kind of a hub world that you can move that you move through. Um I... What did you think of it the first time that you so had I... to navigate through it?
0: I think it's – I want to talk about one specific moment that really stuck with me through almost the entire game um, that was really – like really affected me in a weird way. (sighs) Um, But it it really struck me with fear, uh, and it had to do with sound design. So there's – one of the first things you do when you're exploring the village is you walk down this pathway – And you're walking down this road to get to this area. Uh, I think it's the area where you first get the shotgun. So uh, you already have the pistol. You basically start the game with the pistol. And there's a cart blocking the road. And you're like, oh, well, that's not ideal. And then you notice, well, I can go in this really tall grass. And I'm like, I don't want to go in that tall grass i don't trust it and then yeah, the closer you, cool. you get to the tall grass the more you could hear what's going on in the tall grass and that like i'm like i know i know that the game is put like it's funneling me so i have to do this and there's like sc- there's scarecrows hanging out and they're above and so it's like are these going to be what come to life uh is a werewolf gonna or a lichen gonna come out um and it just like it's something so small of a game design decision to just block the road and make you go through this grass that like I don't know like they yeah. it genuinely really tenses you and it's, yeah,
2: it's that
1: was definitely totally very, very effective scene. funnily enough in out of all the absurd things in this game no living scarecrows yeah, yeah. The, uh, that's the one. You know. That's the one place where they held back. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 To, okay, but before we get there, um, uh, Forrest, what did you think of the, the the first foray into the village?
2: I really like it. I think it really plays around with the mystery of like what happened here, because like the first thing you see once you like get into the village is like you already see that it's destroyed. Like, yeah. something's not right. Uh, you see a dead horse just bleeding out. I forgot about the dead a, horse. Marianne was very around. unsettled. Yeah. Marianne turn around, fit- and the next time you turn around, it's, it's gone. It, it, yeah. you, you go into the house that the horse is next to you. come out of it, and you see, like, maybe its face as it's being dragged around the corner yeah. up from the sense. So you have this, like, this shock revelation of, the horse is no longer there. It got dragged away. What is strong enough to do that? And it kind of, like, establishes, like, a few things, yeah. I think, with what to expect going into the village further. Uh, I completely forgot. You meet
1: characters. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I So one of the things I thought was really cool about this opening moment is that the very beginning is, like, an exact mirror of the beginning of resident evil 7 so like in resident evil 7 you you drive up to this outside this house and you get out of your car and you have to walk through this pathway through the brush before you come along this cabin that you go into um and this one you you go up the the snowy hill and you eventually like you have to i think you duck under a fence or something um and you make your way through this path okay and like in it's, it's even a similarly shaped path. And like in the exact same place where in seven, you saw a figure like moving around in front of you, but not paying attention to you. You'd see it uh, the same thing in this one. And then you make your way to like the back of this cabin that you have to go and it was like, Ooh, neat. It's like Resident Evil seven. I remember this.
2: I would just like to say quick thing with that fence. Uh, it's like, it's a, like a barbed wire fence or whatever. And Ethan, puts his hand on it to move it out of the way, like, as he's crawling under it. But he uses his f- uncovered hand and gets nicked by the barbed wire instead of using his jacket, which is quite literally the rest <laughs> of his arm. Listen, he's <laughs> not a bright No man. one has he's ever claimed man. the man is smart. <laughs> I, like... That was my first thought was like why are you using your hand I see I see the point right there that is going to hurt you he also, he was he goes, likely Psh. concussed. <sighs> T- honestly Maybe. if he
1: was he was probably concussed this entire game
2: he ha- well he yeah. has tetanus now too so yeah he's got a lot <laughs> not of that it problems. matters much
1: as, long as, you can, as you can as long as you can find an unmarked vo- bottle of liquid to pour on your hand it's
2: not unmarked it says disinfectant on it. Really? Yes, I because I, I examined it in the item screen huh. and tried to read the label. Now, see, that makes less sense. Uh, yeah. It doesn't even have an umbrella logo on it. This <laughs> is just typical disinfectant, apparently. All right. Dang. Wash your hands. Wash your hands.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I like going through the, the... It's so weird. The first time you're in this village is kind of... So, previous Resident Evil game, Resident Evil 7 specifically, you get these guns, and there are these mold monsters. But as you play the game, you come to realize, okay, ammo is scarce, and in many situations, I am better off just kind of moving around these creatures and not letting them attack me. Um, which is sort of the mindset you, that you, that at least I started this game with. Now, of course, it is a very different area because a lot of it is out in the open, uh, and it is daylight. But as you're going through this village, you come across more and more lichens um, who are harassing you. Um, and in most cases, there aren't really ways to get around them. Too um, many,
0: really. There was actually too many yes.
1: in that opening. I think that's part yeah. of the... And eventually, you get like to a point where, like, you literally have to, like, you become surrounded by them and just kind of have to. The game implies that you that you have to, like, kill them all or you're going to die. But it then it funnels you into a scripted sequence where the big boy werewolf comes and he sniffs you and then takes the pack away. Um, so that thing and has it's, a name. i
0: furious. For, furious. Yeah, U- yes. Also
2: quick thing i died in this section because if you don't pick up the shotgun it won't trigger that scripted scene interesting yes and i forgot to pick up the shotgun because by the time i had played this point in the game i'd seen my friend play the opening section so i got to experience with him first um but i played through it and i was just like i was just gung-ho on getting to the castle. Um, that yeah. I just forgot to grab the shotgun and I'm like, why did I die?
0: Also, I want to note, the game does not do a good job of letting you know that this is an area where maybe you are supposed to die. Yeah. And I used, like, every consumable oh. I could uh, to Yeah, survive. it's
1: really weird. And I think, I wonder if it was on purpose because, like I said, Resident Evil yeah, 7, because... you, you learn that, hey, don't shoot stuff if you don't have to. And I think what the game is doing here is telling you shoot anything as much as you want. You are not going to have a problem finding ammo because you never do.
2: Um, so, the, also, this entire opening section is very de- a very deliberate reference to Resident Evil 4's opening, um, which this entire game takes a lot of its, like of its structure from resident evil four for better and for worse um in this case i would say like the early game it is for better but as the game goes on it it yeah it gets worse yeah i I think too much
1: the game it really moves at a breakneck pace at the beginning um trying to like get you 'Cause you're always under attack by lichens. Um Yeah. You're like sort of there are many instances where uh like I thought it was a cool mechanic that you could go in a room and then barricade yourself in. Um though it after this sequence it kind of never becomes useful again. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's a
0: one and done mechanic.
1: Yeah, I mean that's uh, what I say about like how it seems like a bunch of different experiences that were stitched together. Um yeah. because there are very specific this is this segment of the game. So this is the segment where you're you're trying to survive in the village and get to the one safe house. Um and so yeah, you're you're moving through uh trying to loot buildings if you can to get ammo. But eventually you just like surrounded by wolves and then they run away. And you find out that um over some radio that there are survivors in Whichever, this one house that you then go to. And we find, surprise, there are other characters, like humans in this game. Which was yeah. weird.
2: There's other survivors of the village. I don't remember yeah. any of their names. Uh, so you... the house is owned by Louisa. Louisa, uh, the dude yes. With the shotgun who does, who like points it at Elena and her father Leonardo at the door when you enter the house. So you actually meet
1: someone before this. This was another thing that was in one of the trailers. Uh, you go into a house, and there's a guy behind a curtain who shoots at you, and somehow Point does not blank. shoot you in the head. I yeah.
2: assume the shotgun shell goes like right past Ethan's ear. Like it has With his luck, to. it probably takes off a chip of his ear. <laughs> but <laughs> who
1: knows? The way he aims it is—he definitely shoots directly in your face, but it doesn't hurt him. And Ethan's like, "Whoa, I'm friendly." Of course, then that person gets pulled through the roof and killed. Yes,
2: this is the introduction to the werewolves. Yes, by the this way. is before
1: um, – but you're walking around. You see the destruction. You're trying to figure out what happens. You go into this house. Here's a person. He's like, they're coming. And then it's like, oh, a million werewolves now. Yeah. Yeah, but um, when we get to Louise's house. Give us, give us the rundown.
0: Well, I do want to note uh, that when you – that scripted scene earlier – uh, lichens are riding horses. Yeah, uh, that it also was also doesn't show up ever again. ever again, and it doesn't show up ever again. And because it I was think, insane. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they are a lot more like orcs than they are lichens. <laughs> um, I, I mean, kept... they
1: use weapons. Some of yeah. them shoot flaming arrows at you.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're they're the Uruk-hai from Lord of the Rings. Thank God they're... they didn't <laughs> shoot at me with guns. I don't know what I would have done with myself. Oh my god, That would have been terrible.
0: That would have been hilarious.
2: <laughs> I would have died.
0: I would have. <laughs> you know what? No. Riding a horse isn't jumping the jumping the shark. They they you know what? They stopped at the right point. Sure. <laughs> they, they they reined themselves in. <laughs> yeah, they reined themselves in. Um so so you meet Louisa and then things go
1: before before you actually get to Louisa's house, is that moment with the tall grass where there right. are lichens roaming and you're like
0: oh that's before Louise's yep, house that, yeah, right, right that's like right set. outside Louise's
1: house and you can you can sneak through the grass or find somewhere to to amp or to funnel them i thought that was that was a really cool se- sequence before you meet the old guy and his daughter and help them get into the house
2: so with that part uh i did not have any problems with like sneaking through the grass and getting to the gate. I didn't have problems. Like I, I just thought I it was very a, scary. I didn't like. Were lichens supposed to show up there?
0: Did lichens not show up for you?
2: There's like, like three, three
1: of them. If they yeah, did, I avoided them somehow. Yeah, they're they're in they're in different parts of the grass.
0: Yeah, I huh. I had like three of them. Huh. <laughs>
2: I, play, right. I played this sequence twice, because I replayed like the first hour of the game last night, uh, just to refresh myself for this. That's why you both remember the opening so much. Yes. I, I've, like I said, I've gone through this. I've seen the opening three times now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, both times I managed to avoid lichens in the tall grass. All right. I mean, maybe I'm just bumbling dummy, Ethan, and
0: I just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I hit everything I can. Um. So yeah, yeah.
1: So we we go to this place. Uh, all these people are talking about how they're the only survivors, and before now, Mother, what's her name, Mother Miranda, Mother, Mother Teresa Miranda. had protected them, but now they're not. And it's like, mm, who's that? Um. But then the old guy that you saved turns into a werewolf and murders everyone, except his daughter, who then jumps into a fire. Uh. And then they're all dead.
0: Hold on. You you're you're skipping the crucial plot
2: point. That Ethan and her Ethan, become very buddy buddy Ethan
0: and her become best friends. You almost think this may be the new love interest <laughs> <Yeah>. for Ethan. <laughs> he Hours moved on after very his queer. wife has been murdered.
1: That's true. I forgot that that happened.
0: And uh. and also Ethan, caught in this wave of lust, <laughs> completely enamored with this woman, is like, I'm gonna save you. Let me get in
2: this vehicle. Don't you talk like that. And then, I'm going to get us out of here. And then oh my he,
1: God. I forgot about the truck. He, another callback to Resident Evil 7.
2: He doesn't drive in the
1: most absurd way.
0: He doesn't drive through the garage door, which is right behind the truck. He decides, no, I'm going to ram this vehicle through one doorway and then another doorway. Compromising the structural integrity of the home <laughs> that I'm in that is already on fire. And it's
1: it really, truly just is his fault, is it? A galaxy brain moment. <laughs> also, He's the fully. truck flips over, like fully flips over. Yeah, and then like just on its side. Flips but then it's fine. back.
2: Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know. I... Man. It's it's Fast and the Furious, baby. I, I don't. Don't know. gotta explain
0: crap. Uh, yeah. So sh- she dies. Jumps into a fire like an idiot. Her, so... Yeah, her dad <coughs> comes back, whatever. It's yeah. not...
1: her da- Yeah, after murdering everyone, her dad, like, appears and appears to groan her name. And so she's like, <laughs> she's I gotta like, go back. Yeah. And then, of course, she dies.
0: And then Ethan says, as he leaps out of the top window of this place, why is everyone dying on me? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, man... I don't know, <laughs> Ethan. Maybe it's you, like maybe, maybe you just attract death, yeah, maybe have you ever thought maybe you're the problem, Ethan?
2: <laughs> I
1: can't uh, compar- we also v forgot the important the moment the important moment where a werewolf bites off like half of his right hand.
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: left his left his hand. left hand the right hand comes
1: later oh yeah, that's right, <laughs> and then half he
0: of his uses- left hand. He doesn't really hold guns right later after that. He just uses... He's a different man. He rests man. it
2: on the chunk.
0: And it's like, that can't feel good. It
2: must hurt so badly. Unless if, of course, again, this green juice is just a one-all-be-all fix for all pain. Yeah. So, that that wound never heals. No. It's the one um, that doesn't heal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: amazingly. They were consistent about that. He got his hand. And I guess it's because he... The werewolf, like, ate the hand, and so he couldn't yeah. just reattach it.
2: Yeah, exactly. If if he had the fingers and put them back on and then threw the juice on it, it would have reattached and regrown completely like it did in Resident Evil 7.
1: <laughs> At what point do we meet the crazy witch? Uh,
2: that, right uh, after the after that, it's scene. It's Oh, right... with the wolves? Yeah, when they're, like, when Urias comes in and... Gets them all to go away, and they're and the wolves are yeah. riding the horses and stuff. Because I'm this... trying
1: to remember what it is that gets Ethan to go to the castle.
0: It's the it's the witch, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we no. this insane witch. Think... No, it's not the castle. So we've got some of this out of order. Um, yeah. That scripted scene is where uh, you get captured by
1: no. That's not where that happens. No.
0: That's not where that happens. No.
1: No. Because you go through the village and you you have to find these two pieces of a key um, to open a gate that will allow you to cross a drawbridge. To get to the You go into castle. a kind of dungeon area where um, Ethan flips a switch that will take him up into the castle. And that's when he gets captured. But I'm just I don't remember like I'm sure it's meeting the witch that uh kind of directs you to go to the castle, but I don't quite remember I'm
2: pretty sure it is because Ethan like asks her like something about like Rose his daughter, and she goes rose oh yes! yeah you're 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 the girl's you're the father. child you're the child's father. And it's like, all right, what do you, what's your deal, crow witch lady?
0: That lady did nothing but give Ethan some vague somewhat it's...
1: vague advice. <laughs> and, and then also locked the, lock the door behind him. <laughs> yes. And then
0: lock the door behind him. And he was nothing but rude about it. And it's like, man, she didn't have to do nothing for you. And she gave you, like, you know, a, a little bit. She gave she you enough. She has
1: a great line later in the game, though. yes. She, uh, yeah, it was hilarious. Um, um, yeah, but anyway, whatever the, the thing is, we, we finish the village sequence. All the people are dead except Ethan. Uh, and he's like, all right, I guess I'm going to this castle to find my daughter. Um, so as he is pulled this lever to get, get the elevator to come, uh, then what do you know? Some... I don't even remember this guy appears, and he sort of talks like Nicolas Cage. I really don't even know how to describe Heisenberg's accent.
2: Uh, it, so, it's baffling. So the entire every time that he talked, I was reminded of Dante, specifically from Devil May Cry Five. That's because he looks like Dante. Yes, but also the way he delivers his lines, like not the voice specifically. He's but got like, like a weird Nicolas Cage, the, Matthew McConaughey type. Sure, like his accent's weird, but like his inflections f- yeah like i I closed my eyes, and I was like, this is just written a line written for Dante like- i and at first, I didn't like Heisenberg because of this, his name's Heisenberg, um he's yes. got stupid, dumb glasses, and he's very gray-
1: rude. Lo- long gray hair, and, and also he is a master of magnetic fields, yes, um. He's also, got a hammer at the beginning, which he never uses.
0: Curious, he might be in charge of the lichens, but they don't. Yeah, really that's touch what it. That.
1: A- it appears to be at the beginning. Like it's like, oh, this is the werewolf guy. Uh, he's not actually. Um, it's weird. Yeah, but he captures you. He he uh encases you in metal, and drags you to this secret meeting place where. We see this scene where we have we have Heisenberg on the right. We got a gigantic woman, um, a creepy doll and some kind of slug man. Um The four lords of, course, of the village. Yes. Uh I will say this it did not immediately click that the doll and the and the fish slug were also lords of the village for me. Because I remember later, when leaving the castle and and hearing that there were three other three others, I was like, okay, so there's that one guy, but who the heck are the other two? Uh, but so, no, it's the doll and the fish man.
2: In in the church in the village, there is a like yes. a shrine yeah, a to shrine. them, and there's a picture of each of them yeah, on yeah. it. I don't know.
1: I, I just it, it was I guess like when I saw it, I kind of blocked out the existence of those two. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't until later they're the first, it was like oh they're the are the first those are the first ones that characters. you
2: see in this yeah. meeting scene cuz they're right in your face
1: um, yeah but they're not and, but it's i think it's because they're not people like one yeah. is a a talking doll which is sort of creepy and like has a striking look but again it's so long until you see that see them again like yeah. heisenberg sticks out immediately uh, then you spend a lot of time with the giant woman and so it's like, okay, I know these two characters. Yeah. So but it's like, so long unt- from this scene to the point where you see the other two that I'm like, what? I guess I remember these.
2: Yeah. So, like, while this scene is playing out, the uh, Heisenberg and Lady Dimitrescu are arguing in the background over basically who gets custody over Ethan. um, And they're trying to make their point to Mother Which, Miranda.
0: They never mention... At any point in the game, why these people care about having custody of Ethan? There's never any clarification why there was a fight over this. Yeah. Or well, anything. there is
1: some. I remember there's some indication that he, they need him for a ceremony. I don't know if that happens in this scene, but it definitely happens later. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think
2: they need Ethan for a ceremony.
1: But they, but the way they talk about him is that like they can't get rid of him. Just then, mm, like, it's because so, he's I don't probably
0: know. he's the plan A, and whoever else is around is the plan B or something for the second So yeah, mm. we, th- this is because also where Roy we first meet someone she
1: trusts. We first meet Mother oh, yeah. Miranda, uh, who is just a woman with six wings. Um. Yeah, on. and it's then that uh, Heisenberg six all the wolves on you. He starts counting down. Ethan jumps down a hole.
2: And, and when he jumps down, like... he makes the stupidest sound ever, and it is singed in my brain. He jumps down, and he goes, Ugh! <laughs> quite literally <laughs> I, like that. I don't remember that. I don't remember it all. that. It <laughs> sticks out of my mind so much. Please. <laughs> when you guys get the chance, like tomorrow or something. Go rewatch it. I thought this
0: section of the game was really cool and fun. I like it. I mean,
1: you're running through like a death death trap, a death dungeon. Yeah, yeah. This is one of the few. This is one of the few moments in the game where I died. From really, uh, yeah. The the wheel, the the (laughs) the grind wheel that comes at you. I didn't like. It wasn't because they in the room where the the giant spinning wheel of death is coming at you. They're like these boxes on the s- different sides of the room that you can loot. They're like lootable boxes. And it's like, oh, if those are there, I must be able to, like, get past them and get the boxes. It wasn't until the second <laughs> time that I realized, oh, I have to hide behind this wall.
2: Yeah, hide in the corner.
1: Yeah, the the convenient crevice. Yeah,
2: get your chains that, broken. Yes,
1: that, that where the, the spike stick. Just far enough in to break the to break the chain on the handcuffs that you've Ethan have. has
2: a lot of close calls with things that could absolutely kill him just being an inch or two away. He's the clumsiest slash luckiest character. I mean,
1: yeah, when you head. think about it, he's the perfect man for this job because <laughs> uh in more ways than one, he seemingly cannot be killed. <laughs>
0: Chris was wrong yeah. Ethan is in his depths. yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. I know <laughs> which hilariously Chris at the end of the game actually relents and it's like yeah yeah he can do it but only after a conversation with you know we'll get to it um and then finally you get out of the death dungeon and you go back and are able to go up that elevator to get into the castle Castle Domitresk. Before that, we meet, uh, what's his name? The Duke, who is your shopkeep and Mm -hmm. also will cook food for you, apparently.
0: Yep. We talked about him at length uh, last week.
2: Yeah. Did you talk
1: about how right at the end of the death dungeon, there is a moment where you can kill three fish? And if you don't kill them, you can never go back there uh, to collect no, those fish.
0: I didn't know that oh. until I Googled it later. Uh, yeah. But no. I didn't know that there's, at all. I missed out on some of the stat buffs because uh, there's two sets of fish that you cannot go back, go back and get, and that's one of them. Mm. And, yep.
1: I was uh, mad because my inventory was full and I didn't want to drop any ammo. So, I was like, well, I'll just leave these fish here.
0: I didn't even know to kill the fish because the game does nothing to tell you to start hunting animals. Yeah. Well, um,
1: I mean, I feel like it's natural that you. It directs you into a pond with clearly visible moving objects. That I think it's just natural that you would pull your knife out and start chopping at them. That's what I did. But I didn't sh- keep the meat. Sure. Um. Yeah, so the Duke, uh, one of the things he can do is cook meals using stuff that you gather from the world. Uh, but it turns out that we talked to – I remember, David, you were – this was one of the things you heard about, about like, the, the animal hunting, and you're like, I don't want this to be in this game. And I was right about how it's just different items you can collect for different stat bonuses because once you kill those animals, they don't come back. There are a yeah. fixed amount of animals – and yes. there are just enough to cook all of the recipes for the stat, for the uh, stat boost. So if you miss these fish, you're not going to get them all.
0: That's yeah. actually not true. Oh, uh, fish wise, or the fish wise maybe, but like there was, I had leftover beef that I was able to sell because I found yeah. like, extra beef um, pieces.
1: Yeah, because there there is a like an optional area with just you go into a meat locker that has a bunch of meat. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, for fish specifically, um fish if are you don't if you miss the commodity. ones that get locked off, you don't get them again. Yep. Right. but uh, well, let's continue. So yeah, castle. Um so this is like if you played the Maiden demo, you know about the uh, the castle you know about Lady Dometresque Um yeah, it's this is yeah. the the part of the game which is most like Resident Evil 7.
2: Um it's yes. also the only really marketed part of the game uh when Yeah, it's really interesting. Stuff, they really um, kept the rest of the game close to the chest on the marketing.
1: Yeah, like the amount that they marketed this this castle and the lady of the castle I was really exp- like, it seems like this is what the core of the game is going to be. But really, yeah. it's only like one. I don't know, fourth of the game maybe. Um, it's definitely maybe like a I third.
0: Think, I think this section is as long as the next two sections combined,
1: almost. Yeah, so maybe like a third of the game. Yeah, uh, and it is. It's, it's sub. It is substantially bigger than the other areas of the game, and you do. But I uh hmm. Hmm? It's definitely bigger in s- in size and yes. scope, um, but it also is different from seven. Like it's kind of structurally like seven in that here you are in this castle, and there are keys you have to collect to go into different rooms, and there are different, you know, l- l- different levels that you have to go down to and different bosses you have to fight. Uh, so structurally it's like it, but it it it's still different because it's so much more lit than anything in the Baker house was. And the areas are so much bigger um, that it doesn't, outside of maybe a few parts, it doesn't really have the kind of claustrophobic feel um, that you got in the different areas of the Baker house.
3: Right. But that's not
1: to say it was worse because I, I still appreciate how it's like, okay, this is the resident evil seven. This is the, the resident evil house. Section of the game, um, and I thought it was very good. Like it was a lot of fun. Um, what did you guys think of it?
0: Uh, I really liked the. I liked the care. I liked the puzzle solving aspect of this area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, how many times did you run at the lanterns till you realized you needed to shoot them?
1: Uh, well, the first lantern puzzle you can solve just by like. Moving them with your body. Yeah.
2: yeah, I. I did. Yeah, I didn't waste ammo on that.
1: There was only the.
0: I'd swing at the it with a occasionally. The, the one for the optional. Uh, yeah, you item. do
1: have to. You do have to use the gun for that. You have to use the gun for it.
0: Um, the one where you have to light the like. It's hard to
1: explain. Which, Which item do the, you? Get you have to like this? destroy a destructible wall, and then you have to shoot. Uh, one of the, the, the flaming lantern uh, over to it. And you can yeah. only make it reach by shooting it with the gun.
0: Yeah, you might have not got that item. There's it a secret one in the basement.
2: Yeah, I... So in my attempt to conserve ammo in... Not die and also not be scared. I ran through a lot of the basement dungeon area (laughs) because there were too many enemies, and I'm like, oh Uh, no. Yeah. So once I once I
0: found out that those guys were so easily knifeable, I was. Oh yeah. I, I. That's
1: see, I didn't I didn't knife any enemies at all. I was
2: knifing for days because
1: I, like I like I said, I learned not I learned pretty early on. It's like, all right, I can just shoot whatever the heck I want because. The game is either going to give me ammo, give me money to buy ammo or give me stuff to craft ammo. Um and yeah, so that I think that took a lot of
0: I'm also maybe kind of just bad at the shooting in this game because by the end of I've, it I had never had ammo.
1: Yeah. I'm tr- I'm tr- really. I'm trying <laughs> yes. to remember I I don't recall Do you guys recall if I played 7 on the higher difficulty? I
2: can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, I think you I, did.
1: I think I might have, which would make sense why i f- why i found this experience to be so different. But yeah, I I just I blasted literally anything in my path, like, so and I always I always had ammo.
2: I pretty I pretty much conserved ammo for the regular enemies because I like I wanted to save it for bosses because I know bosses are always ammo sinks. Yeah, and I can never trust there to be enough ammo in the arena for that boss fight for me to deal with them effectively. So I would save... Like, I would just knife the crap out of the regular enemies because there's this animation trick you can do where... Um, so if you swing the knife twice with Ethan, uh, he gets a little worn out, and normally you would have to wait a few seconds for him to be able to swing again. But if you do those two swings and then you immediately tap the guard button... I told it, you this yes, last week. Yes, and you saved me. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if Seth knows it this. It resets the animation. It resets that like timer or whatever, or like that cooldown, so you could just go back to swinging immediately. So in what would uh, take like a regular player... Maybe like six seconds to get out four swings. You can get out six to eight swings. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It almost breaks the the game. Also, you can do that Mm. guard cancel trick with healing. So oh really? So instead of like because I wouldn't know because
1: I never guarded.
2: Ooh, that's bold. I, I never guarded in seven. I guard a lot. <laughs> it, yeah, I never it greatly I, reduces the I honestly like. I never.
1: It really does. Like I started having to use it later. Like when we get when you get to the factory. Um, yeah. Because the, the those daddies. attacks are so much more damaging. Um, but yeah, like for most of the game, I never really felt like I felt like putting my hands up to guard meant taking away time, I could be shooting at the enemy in the head.
2: Fair enough. Sure, but sometimes you just can't get yourself out of the way of attacks in time. Yeah, but again,
1: I also, there was only a few times where I ever f- felt I was in a situation where, like, uh, like I think maybe once or twice, I was like, okay, I have to be very careful because if I get hit another time, I will die. For the most part, I was never really worried about health or about having med kits
0: <sighs> must be nice um so let's <laughs> let's keep moving because we've got a lot of game yeah. to get through yeah so um, the
1: the moment you get in the castle you are greeted by the three uh vampire mistr- mistresses and dragged into uh, the he, ladies
0: he called them witches he never called yeah. them vampires yeah
1: well that's the thing they aren't vampires we all thought they were vampires uh, because they talk about wanting to drink your blood. I don't know that they're witches. They're bug
2: people. Yeah, I would say um, they're bug witches. Well,
1: they're not witches. What they are? <laughs> they th- they specifically are. I Great. think they were dead people <laughs> who were experimented on uh, and turned into living uh, bug colonies or something. Yes. Yes. Um, but they they pull you up and they bring you to uh, Lady D's room, and she's like, "Ooh, Ethan Winters," and then she very sultrily sucks, sucks or licks the blood and sucks it out of your hand. Um, Forrest, how were you in that moment?
2: Done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very happy. Let's uh, put yeah, it that then,
1: way. And then. They stick some hooks through your hand and hang through your hands and hang you up and Then leave the
2: you alone. And then Ethan which uses shows how power. dumb they are. You yeah. think that
1: hooks through Ethan Winter's hands is going to stop him? Nope. He uses no, the power gonna, of
2: gravity. He's just going to
1: rip those hooks straight through his hands, and which will be some, fine later. And then pour some green the magic juice on juice. it
2: immediately, and it will heal up and seal. I love um, that
1: there was a specific moment where you were, like, crawling around looking for the magic juice to pour on your hands.
2: So that was the moment that I decided to take, like, examine the model for the bottle because I was like, th- there's no way that, like, that he just sees this bottle and thinks, like, yeah, this is exactly the thing I need. Like, what what is it about this bottle that... That is the cure all for anything. I had to Just know in the bottle. Alcohol. Yeah, it it did not offer any answers for me. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah. So yeah. then you're you're basically free to roam the castle. You have to find some some keys and solve some puzzles. The objective is you. You gotta. You gotta kill you gotta the daughters.
2: Get... Yes. And um, through this process, get collect four masks to. Yes,
1: well, yeah. Uh, what you're trying to do is escape, uh, yes. and you find that there is a door that leads outside, and there is a placard on it that says you have to find these four masks to unlock the door. Um, and so you are exploring the castle, trying to find these masks, and also at the same time you come up against uh the the. Bug ladies, uh, and you have to fight them. Um, apparently, there are different orders in which you can fight them, and you there are different hmm. scenes of them meeting with uh, Lady D and and like the, the foyer huh. talking about it.
0: I never got any of those because I killed them all real quick.
2: Yeah, I got um, one scene.
1: Yeah, I got one scene too, uh, where they were downstairs. Yeah, uh, and she was yelling about how she wants his head, or she wants Ethan's head, or something.
0: Yeah, it killed them all, real quick, ruthlessly. Yeah, I liked those fights a lot. I thought they were yes. fun.
1: Yes, I. Yeah, they were. I mean, they yeah. were neat. Um, I think the, the I think the first time where you figure out, oh, so this is what they're weak to. I think I thought that was cool. Um. Which is the cold? Apparently, I thought it was just sunlight. Nope, because they're not vampires. They're yeah. That was when I was like, oh yeah, I guess they're not actually vampires, and it's actually cold, which causes the bugs that make up their body to become dormant, much like a tardigrade. Uh, And then you can shoot them, and they die, and then they turn into giant crystals.
2: There was a note. There's leftover from the Maiden demo, I think, where, like, the person writing it said, like, oh, the daughters were complaining about it being hot and stuffy, so I opened up the door to yeah get some cold air in, and they screamed at me Yeah, and said, no, shut the door, shut the let's, door. Let's
1: talk about that Maiden demo again, because I thought it was really cool when you are funneled into going in reverse through the sp- the specific areas yeah. that you had yes. to go in the maiden demo, and many of the same items are there. Um, yeah, the and many stuff of the is items done for you. Yeah, many of the items that you collect in the maiden demo, uh, you then have to collect later again from similar places to use in other things. I thought, yeah. like, I thought that was so cool like i was it I was, was giddy when I was going through those like <laughs> crawling through those crevices, like, oh my God, I remember this, I did all this in reverse, yeah,
0: yeah, that was, was a really very cool. neat touch, I appreciated it, yeah,
1: man. yeah, what were some other standouts about uh before we actually and in- got to the point where the the lady starts stalking us what What were some cool stuffs that you guys thought
0: um that i I thought the does she stalk you before the blood dungeon, or the wine um, dungeon, whatever you? Want I don't to call think
1: she's that. she actually stalks you until you've killed all her daughters, right? No,
2: she does before. I think. Oh, because she can start stalking you after you creep in on her phone conversation. I'm right, right, sure. right, right, right. Um, yeah, I thought the blood dungeon was really
0: effective. And scary, yeah. Um, I I sped through a lot of this part of the game, uh, but I did get everything.
3: Um,
1: hmm. Why did you speed through? I I feel like I took my time uh, moving through this, moving through the the castle.
0: Hey everyone! So in the middle of recording last night, Seth disappeared because his internet died, and it then we died. decided <laughs> then we decided we are going to just um, be honest about the break because we know where we left off, but we, you know, there's going to be a little bit of a, a awkward jump there. So, Seth, the last point we left off on, I believe, was uh, me skipping through or running through the the castle to get to the story bits. And yes. And I, I still stand by that. I... I really wanted to uh, get to um, how do I how do I put this? The game hadn't really like I was interested in it, but it hadn't hooked me. Yeah, it hadn't done anything to like really grab me yet, and so I kind of was just getting to. I was like, God, I really want something to just grab me in this game, and it, it finally it finally did. Like there. There's a moment later on we'll talk about. Um, I mean, but she does grab you. Yes, yeah. she does grab you. Um, but the, until I think I did start getting more interested when she could chase you. That's that's when I started to get a little more interested. Yeah. That's so fair. what did
1: we what did we all think of uh, Lady D? Just kind of in general because she's such this outsized character, both like personality and obviously physicality, but also like. In the marketing, like we said for the game, she was kind of the sent the 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 centerpiece, along with Ethan Winter's name. Um, yes, because they definitely made to market the name, the character saying the name as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, after once by the end of the castle sequence, what were your thoughts on Lady Dimitrescu? Um,
0: I thought uh, that. Maybe Capcom realized, oh, God, we've got ourselves into a corner with the marketing um, because they showed her off and people loved her. And so they almost had like no choice but to continue, continue on that wave. Uh, and they couldn't change it. There's no way they no. could change this game that much. No.
2: Um, so, like, I, I, I feel like because of that further marketing of her, there wasn't much left like that we didn't see really ever like we knew how she was going to chase us through the castle in
0: fact in fact the leak so we we talked about this on the show months ago but um the in the big capcom leak chunks of this game got leaked yeah and it turns out it was cause, so I looked at the leaks because I was like I care about this game but I don't care that much to not be mad about leaks I looked at it was all the castle it was none of the other stuff. Hmm. None of the dollhouse, none of the windmills, none of that. It was all the castle stuff. So the big grotesque thing that was leaked that she turns into, um, all of that, everyone was like, oh, that's going to be the final boss. That's kind of lame. Nowhere no. near what the. Yeah. Basically, only the first section or the first third of this game got leaked. Where yeah, it was everyone, pretty impressive. everyone was thinking it was the whole game.
1: Yes, so I guess sort of that brings us back to the point. It, the, I, I'm just curious, like, so y- there's the kind of uh, difference between what maybe we assumed they were presenting to us and what actually happened. And I think that was more of like they stumbled upon a really viral character and yeah. just fully leaned into it, which, you know, a good marketing campaign would do. And it makes yeah. sense that they did it um even though it didn't it didn't necessarily indicate what the content of the game was i'm just talking about uh in game so we all had these kind of pictures of what these assumptions of what she was going to be like in the game so how did that how did what was actually in the game match up with what you expected
0: um it 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 matched pretty much um i think she really matched what i expected uh from what i thought her character was going to be yeah it's more so well i mean besides the fact that she wasn't the main bad guy i kind of expected her to be the main bad guy um the daughters were less of what i expected if we if we're trying now, to go i on,
1: I, re- I also thought they were going to have a bigger role yeah yeah like, they They're, seemed a lot more important in the lead-up, and they were kind of just like they were very important in kind of getting you into the castle, and that's at, about it. At first, like driving you through the different environments before you actually kind of had the freedom to move around them. Yeah. Um, so, and, like that's kind of how you learn the place. Was you would go to where you're able. One of the daughters would show up and chase you through somewhere else, um, and that kind of forced you to push through all all of the different corners of the castle and then it kind of opened up for you to like go actually explore through there um yeah yes but they weren't they really weren't uh all that prominent and no like they're important they were pretty easy to to beat once you got to the point that you could
2: yeah they were kind of like cannon fodder combat wise but like gameplay wise like you said their like their purpose pretty much was to push you through the environments which I think is actually a pretty creative use of the characters but story wise though I I wish that there was more for them because I really like how Lady D hates her other siblings but has managed to have this small little family for herself and like I wish that was explored more
1: the whole quote unquote family is real weird Yes. (laughs)
2: yes <laughs>
1: yeah
2: um do
0: you remember the names of the sisters at all uh, i don't think cassandra
1: I...
2: was one of them yes um uh, yeah
1: i can't I remember just the other
2: i remembered them last night and now i can't um i think you did say their names last night yeah but, bella yeah. and
1: Daniela are the other ones oh uh, bella Daniela, cassandra yes
0: I remember. It sounded Kissy like Andrew. I was about to go into that uh, Looney Tunes <laughs> capital. Yeah. The, yeah, the country song, but um, <laughs> not Looney Tunes. No, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. The it's fine. Oh, the
1: Warner, uh, uh, the Warner Brothers. What is it called? Animaniacs. <laughs> yes, Animaniacs, I was about to say. You know, Wacko.
0: Word. My brain just broke. <laughs> um, that's the three sisters: is uh, Wacko, Yakko, and Dot. <laughs> it's the three I sisters. Would,
2: I would love that
0: um but Honestly, i'm sure though, there's a mod oh, for give sure. it give it a mod where you hear the <laughs> the country song happening in the hallway and it's terrifying <laughs> yep. uh and really that it up mod with the of, mod
1: that turns uh lady d into thomas the tank engine
0: yeah man it's great the and th- just the-, <laughs> the thomas the train theme yeah. comes through real hard when she's chasing you. Listen, it's good. a
2: common theme throughout all these recent Resident Evil games, including the remakes, the remakes, to have a mod where the one big character that is chasing you through the game is Thomas the Tank Engine. It's, you it's you happened know, with all the other ones.
0: It's just as terrifying. Yes. <laughs>
2: I would say it's more terrifying. Um,
0: so, yeah, I, I thought those... Uh, the way that she... She, did you guys ever get to a point where she interacted with some of the uh, Moriartis or whatever those, the like, no, someone the zombies are? Yeah.
1: No. I didn't no. know that she could do that. So there was one point was where she was chasing running. me.
0: There was one point where she was chasing me and I turned around and some of them were in her way. And she just smacks the hell out of them. And they nice. fly. Pretty they loose.
2: fly. Like Team Rocket style? No, no, no. no. They,
0: they'll like go and hit a wall and yeah. just. But they they move they yeah it's hilarious. Uh, I'm sure you can find a YouTube of it. Oh for sure. Um, But she you know and she talks to them. She's like, get off me, trash. Like she treats them like they're annoying. And it's like, you made these maybe you this is your fault. Humigate your castle like if you don't want
2: them. A very hateful person. Listen, she has to put up with a lot. She does have to put up with and a lot. And she lie. has it to does. put up
0: with the fact that her house doesn't have adequate furnishings for her. The, none of the toilets in the house are the right size for her. Only the bathtub Only is the, the right bathtub. size. Only the You go into her bedroom and the bed isn't even the right size. Her life is hell. <laughs> it's, it's not... It's not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, did you also find that weird, Seth? At all?
1: Not really. I feel like that was kind of part of it. Like, she's this giant woman in a world that where she clearly does not fit. Um, yeah. I mean, that brings me to a greater question I had about her character, which, when we learn her origin later, or rather how she came to be a gigantic and in possession of the ability she has, it seemed like she did... My impression was that she was not like the owner of this castle.
0: No, she wasn't. It was gifted to her there's a There's a lore piece about that.
2: Okay, like that's um, what I thought.
0: It was gifted to her by uh Mother Miranda. Or yeah whatever.
2: sure, sure uh sense. she she is of royal descent, though, so like that makes me wonder, is could this possibly be? her like familial castle or is this just she's just a separate royalty I have no clue. you know like I don't know I I didn't really think about it yeah um,
0: what did you think so this this section of the game just to move us along uh also gives us uh, a new weapon the sniper rifle uh, and <laughs>
2: In Sniper rifle most...
1: may be the most uh, satisfying gun to use uh, until the grenade launcher that you get later. Um. And,
0: oh, the rocket, the grenade launcher. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just because, I like, was not satisfied with the grenade launcher. <laughs> I'll tell why you not? that. It made
1: stuff what? blow up. What? What's happening? You,
0: you just roboted
1: pretty hard. Yeah. Oh, I was sorry. Um. Uh, oh yes my i'm at one bar of connectivity this is fantastic beautiful Uh, let's see let me hold on i'm gonna switch over to my other uh oh wait uh i'm gonna switch over to the other wi-fi okay
0: i can edit this out
1: Hello? I return.
2: Oh, much clearer. I love hearing your full uninterrupted un- voice. Huh. That's good. Okay, so, uh,
1: I'm just gonna jump back in. Uh, jump back to
0: how did you feel about the sniper rifle?
1: Yes, I think the sniper rifle was the most satisfying gun in the game to use. Um, i curious. <laughs> just because, I mean, you do get stronger stuff later, but when At the time you get it, it's like finally a gun where I can point at the enemy's heads and they'll die in one shot no matter what.
2: That's fair. That's fair.
1: And also, That's like, it's look. the... they The pace at which enemies move is, like, just slow enough to where you can aim down, like, you can look through the scope and look at them as they're coming at you. And and hit them in the head. Um, so it's like it's tuned almost perfectly to the to the weird, the sort of languid pace that people move at. That it can be a useful, a semi-useful, like close quarters uh, weapon. Maybe I used
0: the game wrong. Maybe I played the game wrong. <laughs> I'm finding that out now. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, I I didn't often use it as a close quarters weapon. Well, I the issue if is. I, if I had it out and I notice someone, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Or if I didn't have ammo for anything, I could just be like, whatever. I'll just I'll no-scope these fools. Yeah,
0: so that's <laughs> what the entire factory was like for me, basically. Yeah. Because I was out of every other sort of ammo. Because I never used the sniper. And I only had sniper ammo.
1: Dang, and that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Let me tell you, Seth... The factory was hell for me. <laughs> it
2: was. We'll get there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so the
1: sniper was good, and I also appreciated the the place in which you get it, where all of the anim- enemies are kind of airborne. Yes. Also,
2: yeah. that rooftop is just. I I like that area a lot aesthetically. That was cool. It's, yeah. It was a
1: cool. It was a cool segment.
2: Yes. Um. Uh. I did not. Use the sniper, for the most part, on those airborne enemies, though. I would just let them get close to me and then knife the crap out of them.
0: I just, I pistoled
2: <laughs> them. Yeah, you I guys and say, your knives. And I pistols. wanted to save ammo. <laughs> um, what else was I to do? I mean,
1: I, I can appreciate <laughs> the reasoning behind it.
2: So, so But like I
1: said, I, I was so far beyond the point of desiring to save ammo. <laughs>
2: uh, I... <laughs> By this point in the game, I was still playing it like it was Resident Evil Seven. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I was very and it was getting, on it the was creeping, conservative side, it,
1: and it still was, but it was creeping ever closer to not being Resident Evil Seven again. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so then, you find this lore tidbit about this secret knife in the castle, and I it want to know. So cool, right? The knife sounds yes. real cool.
1: That was Man. like such. I was like, ooh, shoot, this is gonna be awesome.
0: Yeah, this is going to be this knife I carry for the rest of the game. I have a demon-killing knife. Wouldn't that be rad? And then you you get the knife, <laughs> and Lady yes. D shows up, and you stab her with it. She she shows up immediately. She shows up right? immediately. Like, she's right on your heels. <laughs> smacks you, and the knife flies away. Yep, it's gone. Never to be seen again. Yep, you, yeah, you cut was- her, I
2: think, once in the side with it, and then it's gone.
1: And it does yeah. have and it is effective. Let's be beca- yes. Although I later in the game did wonder about that knife. <laughs> uh just because we come to learn that all of the all of the people that you fight like their the origin of their abilities comes from the same thing. And you can just shoot all of the rest of them. You don't need a special knife. Right. And so it's like huh. Why <laughs> Was there this knife?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that could yeah. kill this woman in her own castle. And because also, it's cool, why did, why did I need the knife to kill her when I could just shoot everyone else? But like, I didn't. Of course, I didn't think about it this at the time. Um, I agree,
2: it was cool. Uh, well, and well, I'm so, telling and you, like that's most likely the exact reasoning that it was in the game. You're even
0: underselling a little bit. Um, you strangle one of them to death later yeah huh. you don't even that's... use bullets
1: yeah <laughs> that's true i guess
0: or a demon uh, killing
1: knife yeah it it was just it was just another one of those like it is a really cool thing and it's so video gamey and it and it fits so perfectly it's like oh of course there's this knife in the bowels of this castle that like obviously you would keep the one thing that can kill you in your domain because you don't want anyone else to just be able to get it, but of course, you never plan on Ethan Winters. Nobody um, ever does. No one does. Uh, This—that's what this whole game is—is is <laughs> not just, them, just all assuming they would just kill Ethan Winters, and then it's like, oh, sorry, I actually survived that, and now I'm killing you somehow. I wish um, that
2: he was apologetic about surviving. Yeah, he said he he's just rude and mean to everyone, and I get why. But like, yeah, let's. <laughs> I, I mean, also <laughs> like how. Um,
1: it's funny that you said he's rude and mean, and that's exactly how Lady D, uh, interprets his mere presence in her home. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm so annoyed it, that you're in my house. It's an you're, affront. You're to wrecking her things.
2: Daily life.
1: Right, and it's not even that like. I mean she is mad that you kill her daughters, but it's more just like how dare you uh act this way in the face of my hospitality and it's like <laughs> your sense of 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 what <laughs> is important here is so distorted from what I am <laughs> I am seeing. She truly she truly was a, a a lady. She lived up to her name.
2: Yeah, truly. Um, uh, until
1: until you stab her with that knife and then she turns into some kind of hulking flying demon woman. Yeah. dragon.
2: Uh, it reminds me of one of the early Dark Souls 1 bosses, actually. <laughs> I yeah.
1: Would... The, uh, I think I know the one that you're talking about. Yeah. With the, the kind of suggestive body. I
2: don't
1: yeah. know if it's
3: suggestive.
1: <laughs> it definitely has a, a, a large gaping maw
2: Yes, uh, uh, I think it's called, maybe. like, the the Gaping Dragon or something like that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah.
1: I think, um, maybe it's just me. I thought that that Gaping Maw on this monster was definitely suggestive. To me, it was, anyway.
2: Yeah, no, it definitely was. I kind of wasn't paying attention to her design. Uh, you were just shooting. Yeah, I was just shooting. <laughs> I was I was trying to practice my sniper shots while she was flying, uh, to the point where I, I like I I was visually recognizing the silhouette, but any yeah. details I yeah it's hard because like look.
1: the 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 only place you could hit was a tiny like what was left of her human torso, which was attached to the top of this giant monster. Yeah, and so you you don't really have time to actually look at the thing, you're, when you're just trying to hit this small target.
0: Right. So, so you kill Lady D, and you yeah, get yeah, a big
1: big gunfight at the top of a tower. Um, and then she uh, drags she somehow she she like crashes through the tower with you, and you plummet a very long distance, but. Are of course fine.
2: Somehow. This is the first really long fall in the game that I was like, how does Ethan survive this? <laughs> that juice. <laughs> um, that juice. He's the juice. He's on that juice, man. Um Uh Oh crud. I just had a thought and now it's gone. Go on without me.
0: So so then you get. Uh, this jar you get this jar and you go out into this area that you never see again um as this really cool area where there's four giant statues sitting on chairs um and it seems like a very important place and from what i can remember you never you you can go there again but it's never used in the game um, and then you you go to this small next area where you can place the jar into a pedestal, but you have to talk to the the, the duke, duke first, and the duke um kind of you're you're yelling at him to find your daughter, and the duke tells you um that you're holding her. <laughs> And you rub away some of the gunk on the jar and it just says head.
2: Yeah. And it's... Yeah. Ugh. And this is where the revelation comes in that, uh, first of all, Ethan's daughter Rose was not in the castle. Well, not technically her. she was. Her head was. And then the rest of her body is somewhere else. Um, in that the game now becomes a fetch quest. <laughs> for the parts of your <laughs> for daughter. The parts of your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this was, was,
1: was like I don't know. It was Were
0: you sober during this part?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um oh, it, this was it shame. was such a <laughs> it was such a strange moment cuz like I don't know. I there was this whole part of Resident Evil 7 where you had to collect these pieces of like this baby corpse to be able to create the antidote that Mia right. needed. Yeah, the
2: T-series parts. And
1: so th- it wasn't like a huge surprise that they went in this direction, but also it's like this was just a living baby, and now you're telling me it was ripped apart and stuck into these jars. And, and I'm somehow
0: going to put my daughter back together? Yeah, yes. ju- it was just
1: like another like weirdly like grotesque thing that wasn't all the way towards being unsettling but was like
0: I, I don't I, like that I kind of rolled my eyes pretty hard at this Yeah, I gotta be honest I was like are you kidding me really like just I don't care about seeing how they get this child together <laughs> like this is so dumb um, but then we're on to my favorite part of the game
2: yeah.
0: Um, you So there's this... I will say one of the neat things about this game, as we're pushing through, is the way that they uh, gatekeep you from going to different areas is you are finding pieces of a key that you are putting together and you eventually make the key that unlocks everything. Yeah. Uh, which is the, really neat. Yeah,
2: like adding on all these separate right. parts to this single key. Yeah. It, I, I think that was actually like... One of my favorite things about the game, yeah, which that was is a really, a really weird specific thing. thing. I mean,
0: but it it was cool.
2: Yeah. What did you think about it, Seth?
1: Yeah, it was neat. Um, <laughs> it I, I, like it was cool each time that you you would you get this key. You, you started out with the key. It had the two wings, and then you added the four wings, and then the the fetus in the middle of it. Um, I thought I thought it was neat. I mean, it's it's like uh, it, it was a. It wasn't anything different mechanically um but it was a cool little flare it's like oh you're not actually getting new keys you, what you thought were new keys is actually just the one key and you're finding pieces of them. So yeah, it was it was I liked that.
0: Yeah. Um so you you are going through this uh foggy area and you start seeing visions of Mia and you 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 keep going and you eventually come upon one of the more visually impressive things in the game. In my opinion, you come upon this house by this big waterfall oh, and it looked so good. Ooh, it looked so cool. And I don't know if it awestruck you guys as much oh, as no, it did I, me, but
2: I definitely was,
0: I was like, that water's pretty. And it like, it wasn't like a slow, what like is a, it's a waterfall. Yeah. Um, and the house on the outside looked real cool. Um,
1: and yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. It was a, uh, it was heavily a striking view. I actually don't remember the waterfall. I do remember the house, like sitting there on the cliff. Um, I don't remember this waterfall. I apologize. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> no, you're
2: fine. That's like half um, of the scenery, man. <laughs> so
0: you you get into the house, and uh, much that's- like
1: David much like David and the castle in this moment, I wasn't really, I wasn't admiring the scenery as much as I was. It's like, okay, there's the objective. Let me go there. See, I
0: was, even though I rolled my eyes, I was a little more tuned in at the fact that maybe this child wasn't going to be alive and I didn't care anymore. Yeah. So like, I just, <laughs> that's an odd motivation well, to I just, go through and find her. <laughs> I told you like sad dad games. Like, just, you love I don't them Care, I don't care. Um, can't be bothered so you know i was like all right i'm just gonna stop them from doing this ritual or something by collecting the piece of my daughter like it sucks that she's dead but you know i'm gonna save her memory or whatever like i figured that's what it was turning into i was wrong Um, (laughs) and i i actually like how wrong i was which is weird so um you go into this house and you kind of get you go it's so weird yeah um it's the it's sort of like if you've played resident evil 7 there's a section of the game where they take away your weapons and it's an escape room and they sort of do something like that with this section of the game
2: another apt description of it would be i
1: I totally forgot about that segment in Resident Evil 7.
2: Really? That was my favorite segment in Resident Evil 7. Yeah, it was
1: great. Now that I remember, it's like, oh, yeah, that that was cool. That escape room that you had to do.
2: I would say another app description for this section would just be, if anyone is familiar with PT, the Hideo Kojima Silent Hills demo, whatever, this is essentially that.
1: Yeah, it's like (laughs) one building and... you continually you're moving through the same spaces over and over but they keep changing each time that you are yeah uh, Yeah. moving through them there's one part where it becomes the ring uh there's a well (laughs) and a creepy baby yep Uh, how did you guys
0: uh, i need to know i need to know how
1: you, you have to dissect a mannequin that is also your wife
0: yes uh, how did you guys hide from the baby when you had to get around it in the bedroom?
2: I hid under the bed. Let I, it go around the bed. Yeah, and I, I a, sprinted. I bolted. Yeah, that's also what that's, I did. That's also what I did. But I was like, mm,
1: th- "There's this closet here."
2: I never. Uh, I never and go I, in And closets. I went
1: in there initially, but I was like, "No, this is. There's no way uh, I'm gonna be able to to get past this thing." Exactly. Yeah,
0: I went. Ar- I went around the bed. The, yeah.
2: I would like to say when, went under the bed. when the reveal of the, the this huge baby crawling after you uh through this happened, I immediately started screaming no. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, like, the, when I first saw it,
1: that was one of the things like I didn't even see the whole thing. Like I saw a piece of it move in the darkness and I turned yeah, around. It and yeah. you know, I noped out of there.
0: I just, I've never played something. Hated it. I felt so tense the
2: entire time. Yes, I hate this section of the game, but I love it.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was the most I felt alive during the game. Yes, this is it hooked me. This is what really, uh, um, and I mean, it peaked fast, I guess. But like, <laughs> this is the point where the game I was just like, oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, this is what I wanted. Uh, and you know, there is, and you know, there's we like leaked, what we wanted. there's leaked documents that some of the reason they made this game the way they did is because of fan reaction, that 7 was too scary, and stuff like that, and uh, at least we got this section, but man, this was good. Yeah. And the sound design was great. The, all of, you know, I complained, visual, I felt like, like all the textures that were not great were in the Lady D castle. Yeah, Everything else was fine and good. Um, and... Really just everything was on point. And in my opinion, I think the final fight was one of the more clever final fights um that you had to do. Um,
2: for this section? Yes.
0: Yes. So so after you do the puzzle box area and you're evading the giant baby downstairs.
2: And, and you're um, getting out of the basement. The baby yeah, basement. The baby basement.
0: You don't you don't kill this baby. No. You you just avoid it and
2: which i think is worse <laughs> like more stressful well,
1: i mean did you guys ever let the baby kill you
2: no no i, I was didn't. scared
1: yeah it it's cuz near the end near the end the, the last segment you have like the baby busts in a room that you're in um and it's like in between you and the elevator uh and so you can run all the way back through the hallway to hide somewhere and hope it follows you um which is what you have to do to get past it. But like the first time I did that, I was like, "But I pr- I pressed the button. Why isn't the elevator there?" And I didn't realize that like you had to go <laughs> a- up and actually call the elevator. So I was just kind of in that room, <laughs> oh, no. waiting for it to come, and as it was, was like well, slow I- as it was yes. crawling
2: towards <laughs> you a little quicker yeah, than you'd it, probably hoped.
1: Uh, it it's it's a pretty good death scene. I'll have to go look it up. As it uh, you. vacuums you into its giant mouth. Ugh. <laughs> Jeez. And you see its insides. Don't, don't oh, no. Don't like
2: that at I all. I hate that. I hate that so much. Like, big, like, infantile creatures are, like, my biggest nope. And then you know? they did it. My biggest they fear. They did it to you. Yeah. Uh,
0: and they do it to you later in the game, kind of. Um so, we'll we'll talk about that. I don't know if you noticed it was in the shape of an infant, but it was. Yeah. Um, so. It just wasn't the, crawling towards me and screaming. Once you, <laughs> once you get up to the top part of the house, uh, you have to play this weird game of, you find hide all of seek. these dolls. <laughs> like, there's millions, not millions, there's like thousands of dolls strewn about this house. And you have to play hide and seek with the doll you meet in the beginning of the game. Um, I actually think some of the lore for the characters in this was some of the more interesting lore, and I wanted more of it. Yeah. Why, like, why she was so attached to the dolls and stuff like that. Uh, and the fact that she could create people with these dolls. Like, it was, I thought it was all very neat and almost warranted as long of a section as Lady D got. I wish, <laughs> you know, it's fine.
2: I think part of the brevity of this section, though, is part of why I like it so much. Well, yeah, like, you're it's terrified so, of the baby. Yes, but it's like such a small, it's a small little encapsulation of everything that I wanted this game to be.
0: Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. I'm
2: with you on that too,
0: Seth. How did you feel about this final fight against the doll? I mean, you play hide it's,
2: and seek, hide and it? seek, and then stab it in the face. Yeah, <laughs> hide <laughs> seek this and was, stab.
1: Again, it was like. Like it was a good uh a good segment, um and it was nice to be back in like a lit room after <laughs> And not have a the, baby chasing yeah. me. But I, I also thought it was like, What you you're really just gonna stab this thing in the head? This doll in the head with your knife and that's how you're gonna beat it? It was one of those it kinda took me out as like, Why did that work? Like I just I had to have this magical weapon to kill the last Boss, and but with this one, I just stab this doll on the head, and it's fine.
0: So I want to impress upon people listening: uh it's not that we're getting tired of recording at all, but genuinely, that first castle was longer than the next two sec the The castle and or the then the dollhouse and the next section we're going to talk about. Yeah, the game genuinely like was real. Like the the lady D castle was real long. And then the factory was kind of long yeah. and everything in between was boom, boom, boom. Very quick. Yep. Um, I really think the factory was only long cause the map was confusing, but we'll get there. Um, so then you find, you know, on the way out of the house, a little pedestal pops up and has your, uh, it's one of the pieces of your daughter. Yeah. Um, and you take it and plop it in the thing, and you make the new key,
2: and what? You look like you're going to say so something. So did you, so you were plopping the baby parts into the pedestal on each? Yeah, every time. That makes a lot more sense. Did um, you make... Did you... I held on them? to them because I didn't know that I could plop them in uh, oh. at the time, so... Yeah. So when you plop them in, uh, sometimes you will be given visions yes. of stuff, and I and I quite literally said out loud when that was happening when I was putting them all in at once, I was like, "What is?" why is this doing it this way like why is it affecting me now why did it affect me when i picked up these pieces earlier in the game oh
0: that's hilarious oh. were
2: you did you do the same thing
0: seth or did you do it every time you got one
1: yeah i did it every time like oh my that was, God. was when i first got it after talking like when you first get into the area after you get the first uh the first vial um and and after you talk to the duke uh, at the Giant's Chalice, I think is what they called it. Yes, uh, that's what it's I, I went to look at it and saw the prompt to put it in there.
2: Listen, I was just role-playing as sad dad Ethan Winters who didn't no, want to part with his child. why is this called
0: the Giant's Chalice? Never really touched on in it's any of It's a more village case. lore thing, yeah. why I guess. it
1: existed, like, specifically for the use of these very modern... Uh, flasks, also unclear. Uh, And it seems to have existed even before um, the events of, like, the the creation of the actual uh, instigator of all the plot here. I don't know. It's, (laughs) you know, who knows. Nebulous. There is a Um, lot of lore, but a lot of stuff is just kind of, alright.
0: So then... Then you get, uh, you go to the waterfront area. Moreau's, this is the grossest part of the game.
2: Yeah? <laughs> this is, yeah. I think Moreau's just nasty, but like, I don't think the section is nasty. You well, know? like,
0: you're dealing with a bunch of goo. Um, I got a note, I did not like the writing in this section. And it actually made me slightly upset at the game. Yeah because I feel like the other family members are were very mean to Moreau, and the way that the lore bits you get, uh, the way they talk about him, uh, made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I was not a fan. That's fair. Um, because obviously the character of Moreau is meant to evoke this sort of Igor,
2: Hunchback, of Hunchback type like character. Yeah.
0: And they just verbally think he's like a less than person. Yeah. And you find out he is not really. He's a fish. But I was not a fan of that stuff. That... I ended up feeling more like... I ended up feeling more bad for him yeah, than anything. Yeah, I
2: ended up sympathizing with yeah. him. Yeah, I was like, "This, this sucks for you, man." Yeah, because uh, like he's so desperate to like prove himself. Yeah,
0: and be part of the family, and they're yeah. just
2: like, "Ugh,"
0: it was, it felt gross to me. Yeah, uh, on top of the already gross nature of the area. What did you pick up on any of that, Seth? Or,
1: I mean, yeah, I I saw it. it- it wasn't, uh, I mean, it's kind of explicit that that is their relationship. Like, you learn later that, um, Moreau, what he was, he he was sort of, in looking at what uh, Lady D and Heisenberg later are, um, he was basically a failed attempt at creating one of those, uh, and so uh, even though they kept him around, um, that none of them actually liked him. Um, but i don't know it i didn't really i don't really have any sympathy for the character um because he was this he was hard re, b- barely even a person which i guess is Jeez. terrible but <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, but, he, but
0: there's lore bits where like he talks about like he the, that's so that's the thing that i didn't like is that there is lore bits where he's writing and he you can tell that he is a person. Yeah. And he has, like... They give him agency and feelings. And... Um, like, he wants... He cares about his family. Yeah. He does... He's not like Heisenberg, who hates all of them. Yeah. He's not like Lady D, who is annoyed by all of them. Like, he genuinely, like, wants to help and
2: be a part of this thing. And they're all just, like, kicking a dog while he's down. He's also like trying to experiment with the things that gave so that's him and the rest this of game the does not
0: touch on that stuff enough no and I don't understand any of it because inside this section of the game where you're going through like windmills and like it's a very cool looking section of the game. Um, you find out that Moreau has been experimenting with this kado kadoo uh, I say kado kado something. Uh, How do you think it's said, Seth? It's C-A-D-O-U.
1: I'm trying to remember. They actually say it at some point. Oh, really?
2: Yeah.
0: I think he's right, yeah. They don't really explain what these are. I think it might be
2: Cadeau. I don't remember. Um, That makes sense. But what it essentially is, is just like the... I guess the parasite organism thing that takes these people's bodies and what gives them their powers supernatural and supernatural abilities, and, yeah. Yeah, there's abilities and deformities yeah. gifted by good. Mother Miranda. But yes. like gifted. Moreau is he like he got his own separate ones and is trying to basically repeat the process that created him in the first place. So well, yeah, like his they own yeah.
1: there's lore about how all of them are doing that. Like obviously you have Lady D with her daughters. Um uh you have Moreau. It seems like they're like the the lichens in the village are all also this like they are people who um had had this experiment done on them, but it didn't really they in the process of changing, they kind of lost their uh mental their their humanity and just turned into animals yeah yeah um and Heisenberg is also doing it with machines and yeah,
0: even though he's Kind of you're kind of led to believe he's in charge of the lichens at one yeah, point. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Um, so yeah. Moreau turns into a giant fish, uh and you fight Moreau. I didn't like this boss fight. I also did not like this boss fight. I died in it three times.
2: Uh I apparently am bad at the game. I think I I think I died in the boss fight once, but throughout the rest of the section when he's like pursuing you in the water and stuff, I think I died like 3 times just because of bad timing on my part. Ooh.
0: This area also has a brief Chris Redfield scene. Oh, yes. Where he where, yells at you again
2: that you're out of your depth. Yes, where he, that's where he specifically says, "You are out of your depth, Ethan." <laughs> and I screamed. which is
0: great cuz you're in a deep water area. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: and you're being chased by a giant sea monster. It's like, what do you want me to do here, Chris? I can't <laughs> like leave. you want
2: me to just you want me to go? <laughs> How? <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> we're
0: in this together.
2: Yeah. like <laughs> it's too late. Uh
0: Yeah. So Chris so, is
2: stupid in this section.
0: So you kill the <laughs> kill the fish um once again, another area where there is fish you can pick up and you can miss them. Fun fact:
2: I um, could not find any fish in Morrow's section.
0: Yeah, a fun fact. It's annoying. Oh, <sighs> and so you you get another piece of your child, and you go and put it in the thing. Or if you're forced, <laughs> you hold on to you it. Hold on to it until the and end of the game. <laughs> that's this is where Heisenberg invites you to what I like to call the lichen shooting gallery portion of the game. Um, and he's like, hey, um, I hate these people too. Let's, you know, you come get your daughter at the, sh- he calls it a stronghold. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, the stronghold. And so this is where. The-
2: and it, I would like to Go ahead, clarify Matt. that these are huge billboard signs that he has he, created and put up around hours, town.
0: With hours, he's like, it's time for minutes. He's, uh, it's like, time for me to bring out my billboards to the yeah, stronghold
2: and, po- and place them throughout all the village to Look, point he's a master you in the, the proper direction. He, you, oh, you're right. Yeah, he
0: is the master. So I, of magnetism. I
1: also like when I saw these. Like, did he like get? werewolves to build these no, and I then by the it. by the time i saw the last one i was like oh wait he can just control metal yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that makes more sense yeah i'm glad you've yeah. talked to me yeah. that. Um,
1: it was weird until i remembered oh wait that's yeah he's got powers
0: yeah um then i i can't even really talk about this area that much because there's nothing you just are fighting lichen after lichen like yeah. after lichen. or running past them all i never ran past them i just sunk all my bullets into them
2: i said screw bullets sinking uh, as i and you could did you throughout could run past whole, them y- for the most part uh, there are some that will like block your way and even like trying to move around them won't really do anything you got to you got to put some of them down um but like the levers that you have to pull at the top of the area to open up the door or whatever into the rest of the stronghold, like if you could just get those levers pulled, then you're pretty much scot free to get out of the area or get into right. the heart of the well, area. I, I guess. screwed
0: up by using up a bunch of bullets. Um and this is where you fight
2: Urius. Urius. The big the big hammer dude who screwed you up in the beginning of the game. Yes. Um and you win. This is the uh the the fight against him was the only time I used mines in the whole game. I had to use mines a ton in the factory
1: cuz
0: I was out of bullets. Ah. <laughs> um what did what did you think of the the shooting gallery portion of the game? So. Honestly,
1: I don't remember it. Like I remember <laughs> the fight against Urius. Uh but the stuff before that I actually can't can like this... I remember I remember it happening. But I don't I mean, actually remember what it was. It's because like, it's remember, forgettable. Yeah, yeah. I remember the kind of optional area before this that you can go to, the meat with the with the big place. with the other big metal man, the meat or, shack. Yeah, I remember that more than I do this actual segment.
0: Same. So I I agree with you. I think they added this area because they might have heard from testing people that the game was too short, and so they're like, let's throw in this. <laughs> generic section and yeah uh, so so let's get to the um the factory so heisen you get out heisenberg um i don't even think you put in the final thing yet you, you i mean I,
1: yeah you you definitely get it yeah he well you so get it he but leaves i don't it think in the
2: stronghold you, for you well and I think
1: you you, ha- you have to you do because you have to get it to go down the elevator to get to the factory. You're right. Like we, we so, find out that Heisenberg he doesn't care about Mother Miranda's plan. In fact, he actively um, hates <laughs> Mother Miranda yeah. um, and everyone and else. And he's like he he leaves this the, the last piece of your daughter for you to just go get. And, and he's he like talks hey once you, you through it. If you survive uh TV. after getting it come meet me so we can uh have a discussion.
0: Right. And so he's offering to Ethan, by the way, um, because he did this in the stronghold. The point of the stronghold was to test Ethan to see if he is strong enough to help Heisenberg fight against mother Miranda. Yeah. And so somewhere in the stronghold, Ethan decides, uh, Ethan Winters
2: decides, no, I'm just going to kill all of you. In his infinite wisdom, he has, he's presented quite possibly one of the most powerful allies he could ever have. Heis- Magneto. Yeah, like Heisenberg straight up is a powerhouse and, and he's got Chris by his side. He's got Chris. You yep. could like, have Mag If if Chris knew that Heisenberg was like willing to join up, like Chris would probably be cool with it, like but I don't, Ethan I don't think went so. I don't think
1: Chris. I think Chris would have blown the place up no matter what.
2: Well, I think he would have in the end. In the end. But Chris would have used but, but that. yeah,
1: this was definitely yes. one of the moments that I was like, "Okay, it's clear Heisenberg does not care about your daughter. I mean, certainly he wants to use uh, Rose as a weapon against Mother Miranda. It's unclear how he plans to do that. Yeah, um, but it doesn't seem like he has any uh, ill,
2: like any right. Ill he doesn't will. have
1: any. He, he doesn't have any designs on having Ethan's daughter beyond." Uh, Rose's ability to stop Mother Miranda. And he's like, hey, yeah. we can team up. Uh, we can take her down. And then we're all you good. And, and Ethan's yeah. like,
2: no. In his infinite wisdom.
0: Also, small spoiler, it's still nebulous what the main bad people wanted with Rose in the first place anyway. They just keep we, yeah, equating at her this to point, power. At this and as point, weapon.
1: yeah, we... We don't actually know, like, why is Rose powerful? Uh, who knows? Why can she defeat Mother Miranda? Uh, we don't know. She just can. She's
0: a baby. And she's in jars. So, like, she, what, <laughs> what's she going
2: to do? Yeah. Uh,
1: it's unclear that so, Rose is actually a living being at this point.
2: Yeah. That's it, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, they. They. Um, you go through this factory and. Um, I jokingly, there's so much sections in this game where I jokingly refer to other stuff like Magneto or, but like you go into this factory, it's a, under the city basically. Um, it's a really cool looking it's place. It's really cool. And then you fight big daddies, which I, they, so I
2: was calling them Terminators okay. throughout this whole, I <laughs> thing. mean,
0: they had drill arms, yeah. so that's, uh terminator
2: daddies yeah big terminators
0: (laughs) so um this area the game was cool but once again the the game once you leave lady d's castle and this is where i was gonna explain a little bit like once you leave lady d's castle the game sort of becomes cookie cutter like you have to go to a spot you're just there to get the the jar um whether or not you do anything else Um, Along that path is you know maybe a little bit of lore or not yeah Um, so how did you feel about exploring this factory Seth
1: Uh, I appreciated the factory because it did I I felt like it I don't know it it at least attempted to kind of make sort of uh, find like an, an in between of the Resident Evil 7 style like enclosed space but also it was definitely more action oriented just because of the nature of the enemies that were in it Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it was definitely a confusing space um, yes. Yeah,
0: every yeah. time I had to go back to the area with the mold cast
2: yes. I wanted to blow my brains out <laughs> I think a lot of times I just ended up taking the long route uh to get back to the 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 forge room um which you would yeah you, the kind th- of
1: the, the the mechanic in this section rather than keys is you will be on like a floor or something and you will find like one of them is a generator you need to turn on, but it's missing a gear. And so there's this room with, like, this casting mold, like, this metal casting uh, machine. Uh, I guess an injection mold is maybe what it's called. And you have to find the actual cast to create this part to allow you to progress. Yeah. And you, ha- you find, like, three – you have to find, like, three or four of them.
0: Yeah. There's a
2: horse – I don't know. There's a couple. There's the horse ball – um well there's yeah. the ball, yeah. There's, there's a key. Heisenberg's key, which um and then the gear.
1: Yeah. But I so because of it, all one. all the most of the paths they all kind of loop back into this one room.
0: And you while you're doing this, occasionally you're being chased by what I affectionately called propeller man. Yeah, same. Uh, I called him the same thing. <laughs> uh Because he's a Mega Man villain and his head is a propeller. Um, And those sections were kind of neat.
2: There was a lot of tension there. So I was really tense throughout this whole section because I knew I did not want to deal with the Big Daddies, like, combat-wise. Right. So I was... As I did throughout pretty much the rest of the game, I was trying to run past a lot of them. And it's actually a lot easier than you would think. But there is a point towards the end of the section where there's like four or five of them chasing you at yeah. once if you don't deal with them. Yeah. And so I was, in, much. I was in the the casting room... And I had three of them in there with me and I'm just trying to skirt them like around the tables and stuff. And I'm like, all right, I, I guess I have to deal with them now. Um, but because I wasn't dealing with them before, I think it led to this area being more tense for me and less action packed. If that makes sense. And that like, that made me like the factory a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um,
0: uh, do we have anything else more to say about the factory until we get to the part that I want the at the end of the factory that I want to talk about?
1: What with the fight with <laughs> propeller? Well, I want to.
0: I want to talk about. Well, oh yeah, not even yeah. Let's talk about propeller head first. The or er, propeller man. Yeah. Um, that fight was fun. I don't and, even
2: remember this fight.
0: Yeah, I it's don't... like crashing through the walls, and you have. Oh to yes. How did you not use mines this? So I did.
2: Okay. <laughs> this is the second part that I used mines. Yeah. Um, I used the sniper a lot on this fight, I had, actually.
0: I had to use the sniper a lot, too.
2: I switched to my pistol afterwards, though. Like, about halfway through.
1: Yeah. But I was using all the weapons. Did you... ammo for all of the weapons. At what point Same. did
0: you realize, I'm going to sell my old guns?
1: Uh, oh. Well, you texted us both you told us both to do that in our yeah. group chat and so i was like all right if he says so i'll do it i, f- I
0: did not do that till the factory <laughs> and it caused issues so
1: i can imagine that would
0: also fun fact the game when you sell your gun and it has ammo in it it doesn't give it back to you <laughs> it just sells the That's ammo evil with the gun. <laughs> Uh yeah, it sucked.
2: That's man. horrible. Another reason for us not to like the Duke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I yeah. I think
0: That dude can eat it.
2: Yeah. I think I I had just gotten the shot the second shotgun leaving the dollhouse. Like it, it I think it was like in between then and going to Moreau's area that we had this conversation and I decided to sell my first pistol and my first shotgun there. Yeah, that's a good spot. I wish I had done it sooner.
0: Yeah. Instead, I pumped a bunch of money into all of them. And How is yeah. your
2: inventory doing because of that? Uh, it was fine. Do you even have right. space?
1: Yeah. Man, that's crazy.
2: Like I was I'm upgrading my inventory as soon as I got the option to... Yeah, so did I. Okay. Honestly,
1: once I did the first inventory upgrade, I never felt a need to do anymore, but also because mm. I was selling those guns yeah that's fair
0: um so you defeat propeller head and then you go down this elevator
2: and you see chris <laughs> tinkering no 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 actually no you don't go down off. to an elevator no. you
1: you you beat propeller head and you go back to confront heisenberg again and then he knocks yeah. you down oh, that's to right. the sub-basement this you, is the second there's fall. there's miraculously a pool of water that you yes. fall into. And,
2: I, like, there, while Ethan was falling in this section, I was like, this fall is so long. How does like, please tell me. He will die. And then he turns to where he's falling to and there's a pool of water and I go, darn it. <laughs> of course there's water here. Of course he'll survive. I did like that he, like, tucked himself in it, like yeah like he it's actually that military it's training. that military training yeah. <laughs> <See>? that, that <laughs> and weekend, i was like that oh was that's man. a that's a nice quick little touch he actually does know what he's doing yeah uh, and screw then, you, chris. But then
1: yes <laughs> right after this you as you as he's preparing to climb once again to the top of this factory he gets decked by chris in
2: the dark <laughs> yeah <laughs> Chris comes out of nowhere and just, just sucker punches him basically. He just punches him. Dismantles like, his pistol problem? right in front of him, just like in three swift motions, takes apart your pistol, throws it on the ground, and Ethan is so mad, and then he gets knocked out. Um Yeah. But he's
0: he's working on this. I called it a tank.
2: <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it is but a tank. It's, it's it like a, a
1: lawnmower turned into a tank <laughs> It is apparently chains,
2: not made of metal, or at least not a metal that Heisenberg can control. Yes, it's right. made
0: of like a special polycarbonate metal or yeah. whatever.
2: Yeah. God, this game. Because <laughs> really, apparently, becomes...
1: apparently, like, why would the guy who can control metal, of course, he would keep this in his basement.
3: Yeah. Like well, why, it's, the,
1: it's the dagger. Why would he have been, with yeah, Lady it's true. D. It's true. Why would but you they want anyone else he, to have this? They implied that he had built this thing and like Chris kind, was of, kind of just finished, kind of trashed up. it for, <laughs> for some reason.
0: So I was like, what?
1: Why is this here?
0: It's very bizarre. This thing.
1: Uh, I mean, it's certainly a thing that Heisenberg would make. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't make sense that he would make it out of a metal he can't control because it seems like that would make it a lot harder for him to make.
0: Maybe he just likes the challenge. Yeah, maybe it's he's like an actual, like, Iron Forgeman. Man. You it's know? like Tony Stark that likes to work on yeah. old cars or yeah. whatever. I mean, um, it
2: sounds stupid, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't make it a good reason, but no, it's a no. reason. Um, so I think this is the scene where we get the exposition dump uh, about why Chris killed Mia at the beginning of the game. No. No? No. I, this is the last time him and Chris like, meet before the end game. Right, uh, but
1: I... Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is where he tells Ethan that that uh, Mia, the Mia he shot was actually Mother Miranda in disguise, who can, okay. who can because shapeshift. she
2: also has power over the mold and basically is able to shape shift with it.
0: So that's what you missed by running out of that cave. That's when you find out the mold is... The mold is kind of behind all this.
2: Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling it was right, but that's the, but that's the, the mega that's where my the confirmation seat. was. The my seat, yes. The so mega my seat, seat. mega yeah. my seat, mega mind seat. Hmm. So, <laughs> so just mega my seat.
0: So Chris explains how you're out of your depth uh, in a scene where uh, it seems like it would have been just very easy for him to explain to Ethan as he's pumping his wife full of bullets. Hey, this is not your wife. We're going to go find your real wife. Yeah. Easy as that. Don't know Mm -hmm. why that was so hard for Chris. He has a hard time expressing his feelings. He
2: really does. Um, Yeah. The time in between Resident Evil 5 and 7 was very hard for him. (laughs) Uh, He does become an amnesic alcoholic. In 6. That's so, his character art there. Yeah, I didn't play that. I yeah, don't know. I'm, uh, I'm
0: telling you. <laughs> so you don't have to. I just know he had that gunfight with Wesker where they pumped like 40 <laughs> bullets at each other. And, uh, it's it's a very memeable fight. So you get in this thing and you fight Heisenberg after Chris explains to you that's not... That's, you know... You didn't kill... He didn't kill Mia. Um, and then after... This, this is where after the fight with Heisenberg, which this fight was very easy. Yes. Uh, and I, yeah, en- he, I was he fine turns with it that. To,
1: Almost he turns into a giant uh, metal monster, but you also yeah. have a tank and just blast him.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a part
1: where, the, where you lose the tank and you have to actually shoot him. And it somehow rifle. becomes yeah. weaker.
0: <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> was weaker. Yeah.
1: And then he shoots you up into the air and is going to suck you into like a... I don't know what it
2: was. A, some kind of a metal vortex, yeah, like a metal tornado. Blades, uh, and you're, <laughs> able to some, you're able to miraculously get back get in onto your tank. The, the
1: the tank <laughs> that's also flying through the air and blast him one last time.
2: Yeah, genius. I know. Genius level. Right Killing here. my favorite character in the game. I really ended up liking Heisenberg um, after. The, the everything that happens, has in the, the most or, depth
0: besides lady D he
2: does I I would argue that Heisenberg I think has more yeah like like his motivation is inherently like it's very agreeable it I would almost say that he's not even an antagonist at all it's just he is, I mean, in he, a sense he is an antagonist in that he
1: does up. try to kill you multiple times
2: yes but he did extend the olive branch and That's true. D- was like are you sure about this Ethan? Are you sure you don't want to join forces with me? I would say Ethan is the real antagonist here in this situation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean, I can see it. I don't know that I agree with it, but I'll give it to you.
2: Thank you. That's all I'm asking. Uh uh-huh. um, but then after this fight with Heisenberg, uh Mother Miranda shows up. Shows up and She says a bunch of stuff, but (laughs) which honestly I can't remember really too much of, but she's showcasing her shape-shifting abilities to Ethan and making him, I don't know, question reality or whatever, or whatever's happened. And then she just straight up rips his heart out. Yeah. And I was so happy. I I was like,
1: you were happy? I was so, (laughs) I was dumbfounded. I was like, what? what the heck? What is happening?
2: Seth, you know how I've been talking about Ethan this entire time? This is the moment I've been waiting for.
1: <laughs> when will he die? Yes, is finally like something
2: it? catches up to him, takes him down.
1: Yeah, this uh. is a weird this is a weird scene for me.
0: Yeah, it was weird um but yeah, I was kind of happy. I was very
1: happy, but Just, also shocked.
0: Yeah, I was happy but shocked. I'm like, "Oh, good. This is done." Yeah. Finally. I
1: was shocked. I would not say that I was happy. I was I was I was more like what? What? <laughs> yeah. I, I I couldn't comprehend what was happening. I was also And then the game and then the game just freaking jumps to later on in the night and now oh, you're yeah. Chris. It hard is, shifts to a
2: so Call that, of Duty
0: scene. That was great. yes Yes. I love this, this I, section of the game. I
1: I thought it was so dumb. Like, once they switched to Chris, like, are you kidding me? Are they going to kill Ethan and then you finish the game as Chris Redfield? I, with all of I was guys? so happy
2: for that. I wanted I, it. I w- so, I liked the Switch. I didn't like the gameplay of this next section, though, because it was just shooting gallery, pretty much. I mean, I was fine with that
0: because of how powerful you were and how much ammo they gave you. That's fair. Uh, the one thing I didn't like was, like, how long that targeting laser yes. took to work. Yeah,
1: that's what, like... So you end up, you you're going through the village as Chris and his team, um, just kind of mowing down the the werewolves, and yeah, you have basically unlimited ammo, uh, for it certainly um, and feels you also like have it. a you also have a machine gun, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but you get corralled in this one area, and you have to use like
2: uh, it's the center of town where like the graveyard and the maiden yeah. of war statue were, and you have to pull out this. Laser targeting
1: system, so one the guy, your buddy, in the plane can shoot can shoot like rockets at this thing, and it just takes forever to um, to actually finish.
2: We forgot to mention, and you have to do it like four times. That like during this, and when Mother Miranda showed up and killed Ethan, uh, the like she is controlling the mold, like that is all throughout the underside of the village, and there's like mold trees and stuff everywhere. Like there is mold attacking and taking over. So large between portions that of the village. and
0: Chris gets frustrated and he spouts out something that I had never heard of before. And I had to look it up. He's like,
1: Oh, the BSAA
0: is here. Yeah. And I'm like,
1: what? Yep, I had no <laughs> idea what that was. So, yeah. quick, the,
2: the language. No, 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 di- we,
0: don't, we don't need to I go. can do this in one sentence. I, okay.
2: They're a worldwide organization that was made solely to fight bioterrorism. That's it. Chris right. is one of the founding members, and he left for some reason that we don't know. That's it. We still don't know. We still don't know. All right. Well, the BSAA is here, and he's not they happy there. about it. He <laughs> uh, was not. He's very unhappy about yeah. it. I liked yeah. all
0: the, Continuing I liked the trend all the with weird <laughs> introspective dialogue that Chris has while he's mowing these werewolves down. Yeah. Yes,
1: or, like, I love the the chatter with the other people who are like, you know, you should have told Ethan what the heck was going on. <laughs> he's like, I don't have time for that now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's too and late. He's like, it's yeah, so, but such you such a dead told him. <laughs> He's like, sure, yeah, whatever. I got more important things. And so I, I was really hoping that like a bunch of his squad mates were actually like previous Resident Evil characters and stuff. I that's not nope. the case. I thought they were like cameos or something. No, no. these are new people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I like their dynamics though. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan for whatever game comes in the future <laughs> yeah. where you play with them. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so. This is also the part of the game where it becomes incredibly clear. They're like, all right, here is all the stuff you need to know for the next game. Right. Hint, hint, hint. And I was like, all right, okay, give me a break. Um, (laughs) One thing I did appreciate about this Chris segment is that he has uh, night vision goggles. So when you go into the dark buildings, he just pulls them down and you can see clearly.
2: It's so cool. Um, That was real cool. yeah, Yeah. That was very nice. This is str- like, like I said, this is straight up just a Call of Duty Modern Warfare section. Yeah. It really just was through the lens of Resident I Evil. Think,
1: so it's weird. Be so we haven't really talked about the gunplay in this game. Um, it's not really good.
0: No, <laughs> it's Resident it's-
1: Evil. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. And I, I think part of it, it it's supposed to be intentionally. Like kind of clunky to make sluggish. You feel like you're not really completely in control of a situation, like you would in a Call of Duty or something. Despite uh, Ethan's quote-unquote training, he's he's no combat veteran.
2: Listen, even with Chris's training, yeah, but that's <laughs> his, what I'm saying. His aiming like, ain't in this, the best.
1: In this moment where you take control over Chris, who is a combat veteran, it it just kind of you are still bound by the not um the not best controls of the guns in the game yeah. and for by the most the part it doesn't matter because play. you have you have a machine gun um but yeah the limit you you are up against the limitations of what this battle system can do which is interesting to me because i don't i'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit after you beat the game. you can unlock this mode called the mercenaries, which is basically just like shooting gallery versions of the levels the parts of the map you've already been in um and in that the guns are all tuned very differently, and they're actually a lot of fun to shoot, yeah, so it's weird that playing that, I'm like, oh man, this is actually really satisfying. Uh, to be able to mow down these enemies with these guns, where in the actual game it's kind of like, it's always you're always kind of fighting against the the guns themselves to get to do the things that you want to do. Yeah. Even in this moment with Chris and with the most powerful gun in the game
2: up to this point.
0: Yeah. I don't know if his gun is more powerful than that
2: werewolf revolver that you get. But That that magnum is so good. The wolf's bane or whatever it's called. So,
1: I... (laughs) I forgot about that gun because uh you can only shortcut four weapons. Um <laughs> yeah. And that's like the fifth weapon. And so I like I would bring it out against big bosses but I didn't actually regularly use it
2: well i don't you're not really supposed to the ammo for it is very scarce you only get like 15 bullets in the whole game yeah for it. and it's also very expensive to buy if you decide to go that way like the magnum is always a like it's it's a boss killer weapon and that's about it
1: and i like to the extent i for right this second is i realized that i never used it in the final boss fight yeah, I didn't either. Like, I, just, I don't think I, I just did totally either. I totally forgot that I had it. Um, I, I don't
2: think I used it until the final like moment of the boss fight. No, I used all grenade launcher.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Um but I I would say that Chris's gun by nature of the essentially unlimited ammo and the rate of fire is Yeah. It's powerful. if it's not it's not stronger, but it's definitely more effective, I think.
0: Yeah. So and then so you, you and then
1: you jump down a pit and you fight Uh, Urias again, but bigger and beefier.
0: Yeah, he's a clunky version. Yeah. Um, you kill Urias again, uh, in a similar way, and then you go into this room where there's some. Uh, you <laughs>
1: this find is the, out that, uh the lore room. Yes, the lore room. Yeah, we you learn find out- the backstory of Mother Miranda. How, she was in. World War Two, I guess, or World War I, and her daughter died. And she was also have died, except she ingested this mold that lived under the village, and it brought her back to life and granted her amazing power.
0: And you even noticed that she worked with the founder of Umbrella Corp. Yep. Uh,
1: yep. It's just they threw that in there that, uh, again, this was one that I had to go look up. Like, I read this note, and I was like, I think I understand who this is. Uh, based on context clues but i wouldn't look it up yeah and it's the guy who founded the umbrella corporation and um mother miranda's uh i guess she at some point when he was like backpacking through europe she saved him uh from freezing and became a brought him to the brought yeah became her student and she and he was like so interested in the way that she used a parasite to give uh to like kind of control people and prolong their life, he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna do that, but with a virus." And that's <laughs> why <virus>. Resident Evil.
0: <laughs> um, yep. it
2: all ties in. It's all connected. Also, this...
1: Mia is there
2: in the lore room. She's Mia just is alive. She's there in the she's lore in, room because it's a dungeon, um, and she's <laughs> in a jail cell. It has apparently been there this whole... T- who knows how long, really? We still don't know. It's a when. day. Supposedly a day. Maybe it's longer, though. We don't know how long Mother Miranda Yeah, we Miranda don't know how long that Miranda had re- had
1: been at replacing w- her.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, you're
0: right. Um, it so, can't have
1: been all that long. Um, because she is pretty healthy. So she hadn't been, like, in there starving. Right. But yeah, it's it's unclear. Yeah. It's possible it happened right before the beginning of the story.
2: It or could have been a even week longer before, a month, yeah. who knows. Um I don't know why Miranda decided to keep Mia alive.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's... They were even they even talked about this in the moment before that when you with one of your teammates was like uh so what happened to Mia? And another one's like, "Well, there would have been no reason for Miranda to keep her alive."
2: Yeah. Like Everyone including Ethan throughout this whole game operates on the assumption that Mia is dead.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. You know.
0: Rose needs
3: they need a parent.
0: Can, yeah, she needs a parent that like they they allude that she needs a familiar feeling presence or something. Um so then you uh I believe this is the section where Mia tells Chris he doesn't understand what Ethan is.
2: Yeah, yes. He's he's um, quite
0: literally
1: built different. Oh <laughs> uh, my god. Uh,
0: uh, so yeah, then... he,
1: he was like, Mia, uh, Chris, uh, Ethan's dead, and she's like, No, you don't understand. And then we cut he's, to he's special. Yeah, we cut to Ethan waking up, seemingly in, in this death on, realm on or the, the ground, uh, and being haunted by Evelyn, the bio-weapon from Resident Evil 7. Yes. Uh, and she, yeah, she she's, like, taunting him. him and, yeah. And, and he's like, I'll kill you. And, and then w- the reveal is that at the beginning of Resident Evil 7, um, Jack Baker uh, killed... And in their first encounter, killed Ethan Winters. And... I guess he was revived uh via the use of the mold that Evelyn controlled. And this whole time has just been mold.
0: He is the mold.
1: He is For three the years, mold. He's been mold. He was able to have a a human daughter
2: who has mold
1: powers. Yes, which explains why she why they want her cuz she's half mold. Yeah. Uh and he's like all right uh, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go save Rose. Well, he's
0: in the. He's like in, in the, the death duke's realm. He's in the duke's. Yeah, that's area. where he <laughs> wakes up
1: in, inside the duke's. Uh, he was in like a sort of. It, it wasn't really like the afterlife, but he was in kind of. It, it wasn't. He wasn't actually somewhere. He was just having a. So, a, a, a mental realization. So, and a and mold, so it's and it's
0: the mold tricks. Because they described the mold at one point as this giant thing that holds all these memories and stuff. Yeah. And so it's essentially a giant hard drive if you think about it. And Well, one of
1: the things we didn't touch on, we learned earlier, is that at some point in Mother Miranda, I I think this was also in the lore room, at some point in Mother Miranda's life, uh, these people came to him, like these scientists, and they were like, hey, um, we want to help you uh, Cause what we learned is Mother Miranda is trying. She has been creating the reason that Heisenberg and the reason that Lady D and Moreau and the other woman who I don't remember what her name was, the Doll Girl. Yeah, like they all exist and all the lichens exist because she, Mother Miranda, she lost her daughter in like World War One, and has been, and but she realized that all anyone who is like consumed by this mold is cataloged like their entire, their memory and their being. And she's like, Hey, if I can create a perfect vessel, I can revive my daughter into that vessel. And so all the four people you killed, they were imperfect. Uh, but Rose, because she's already like half mold is like, and she's a baby is like the perfect vessel. Yeah.
3: Right.
0: So then you, uh, as Ethan, go and fight Mother Miranda.
1: Oh, wait. I, I just realized that I was going off. I, I distract myself. But the other thing in the lore room is that we learn that a long time ago, these scientists came and they're like, hey, we'll help you with this. Give us uh, like a DNA or give us a sample of this mold and we'll see what we can do. And they take it and they create Evelyn and the mold that she can control. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's how it ties in uh Resident Evil 7's villain. Like that's how the the two it turns out that Ethan and um Ethan has been kind of connected to this the whole time. Yeah. It
0: just so happened to have Ethan and Mia hide out next to a village that is surrounded by yes. mold. Yes. Yeah,
2: not yes. the best It idea. seems like
1: poor planning by Chris. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, And then, right before we do the switch off between Chris and Ethan, uh, Chris just plants a bomb on this huge uh, Megamycete, which looks like a fetus. Yes, that is the source of all of the mold and whatnot in this village.
0: Yeah. And so then, like this fight, there's not a lot of lore stuff in the fight. No. You just go and fight Mother Miranda as Ethan.
2: And, And talk with each other during it, like... They're having a conversation,
0: but it's just about like, "Give me my daughter." And yeah, stuff like and that. And like,
2: "I'll kill you." Yeah,
0: she turns into a spider and she can fly. Yep, and yeah, that was a fine fight.
2: It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty right. easy. Like I,
1: I, I had no qualms with this fight. I think it went on a bit long. Yeah, yeah. I think
2: I died once in this fight. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I Get I did good. Too. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I. The first time I did it, I was just kind of recklessly, like I wasn't trying to dodge anything. I was just trying to kill her, and I would use my med kits whenever I was my health was low, and I ended up like running out and dying. But then when I came back, was like, you know, I can just sort of run out of the way of these attacks. Yeah, uh, I I pretty much had the same situation.
0: So, Jesus, so sorry. Ethan kills Mother Miranda. Um gets the baby. Yep.
1: Now it starts falling apart. Starts falling <laughs> apart. Yes. He's crumbling. I he guess because literally. he destroyed the source of the mold even though it was a different mold and he destroyed that source three years ago. I think it I think it was more like a mental thing. Like his body when she ripped his heart out, his body had like Kind of shut down, and he was able to kind of psych himself into going. Okay, I gotta finish the job. I'm glad you are so putting
0: Lauren in here where the game chose not to. Yeah. Well, Keep this going. is
1: this was just this was my this was what I was interpreting what was happening on the screen. It's your like, it's,
2: it's your head cannon, and I honestly, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on this.
1: And so it's like, all right, well, I did that. Now I have no more energy to continue on. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't. I think they they seem to. The idea was that since you destroyed the megamycete, it was the source of the mold and that's why. But again, it it didn't re it doesn't really make sense. But yeah, he starts crumbling. Yeah. But he's, he's able he's able to stumble away uh far enough to get Rose to Chris um and make Chris take the baby and he takes the detonator to go back and finish the job.
0: So here's my issue with this. If Ethan is the mold, how does some sort of self-preservation not kick in from the mold to tell Ethan not to pull that trigger?
1: It's not the same mold, though.
0: But he... The mold is one thing.
1: Right. It's the but mold. Ethan the the mega is similar but not the same as the mold that Evelyn created in Resident Evil 7.
0: I mean it like, looks the same.
1: No it doesn't.
2: It's all black and gooey. Sure, but it doesn't uh, it doesn't operate exactly the same like, and like this there Megamycete was... mold is what creates like these supernatural powers and like lichens and stuff um when applied to people whereas the mold in that Evelyn was giving off was just pretty much taking over entire person's body and just becoming full complete mold. Yeah right, the, and you, I'm pretty sure the that
0: baker, the woman Baker had powers.
2: Yeah,
1: they like they did they definitely had powers. Yeah, and nah, I mean Ethan right. look, let's be real, Ethan has powers. Yeah. His his arm powers. his hand gets cut off and he just sticks it back on. And it's
2: mine. Maybe he didn't even need the green juice.
1: (laughs) I mean, in the last game when his hand got cut off, like he woke up and it was attached with that watch. But in this one, it gets sliced off. And he just straight up sticks it back on his arm. Yeah. (laughs) He's got, the man has powers. So, Um, I just, I think,
0: I think that's a small hole, but it's fine. Um, It bothered me a little bit. Yeah. I was just like, "Mm, that's fair. It's weird. (laughs) <laughs> so then Chris takes the baby, runs but, away but
1: also David, let me just say, it is important to point out that Miranda could not control Ethan
0: that too, even
1: yeah. even being, like, having complete control of the Megamycete she was not able to control Ethan, so there is there is some delineation between uh, that mold and this mold in in the sense of the person who controlled the mold in this one couldn't control that mold. Yeah,
0: it's weird the rules they've put in place. Yeah, but it's fine. So, so you you you. God, this this
2: scene made me just. Is this s- the scene that you were texting me about? Um, th- Let me see. <laughs> because
0: I don't text you frequently. I usually. Let me let's let's do this. Yeah. Where, uh, uh
2: so Chris and Ethan are slowly trekking their way back to like a helicopter. Um but Ethan is falling apart at the seams. Uh like
0: So I was texting you <laughs> when Ethan was revealed as being dead the whole time. Okay. But no. This scene made me just more so roll my eyes. Yeah. I was just ugh. I <laughs> This baby was just in jars. I don't... And now it's completely back together. Now it's completely back together. Yeah, there's no,
1: like, explanation. Like, Mother Miranda, before the fight with Ethan, she kind of produces Rose from out of this goop and then is confused why Rose isn't her daughter. Um, Yeah. She also, like, after she recreates Rose, she's like, oh, no, I'm losing control over my power. Um, And, again, the stuff that's not, like, it, it doesn't really make any sense uh, why she was able to do this and why Rose is just a complete baby again. But it is. She is. It might be more appropriate, but...
0: um, So you're slowly falling apart like the slowest and you hand this baby over.
2: And it's and, supposed to be so gut-wrenching. Uh, I did not care at all. I was happy that Ethan was dying. <laughs> um, so you hand this baby over to Chris
0: Chris gets on the helicopter.
2: I would like to point out that Chris is acting very buddy-buddy with Ethan here. He's like, no, man, we'll make it together. You <laughs> yeah. tell Mia yourself that you love her. And it's like, bro, where were, where was this, like, compassionate Chris the Look, rest of the game? Ethan finally
1: proved he wasn't out of his depth when, <laughs> after getting his heart ripped out, he got back up quite and went and, stood and, and, back up. and killed Mother Miranda. <laughs> He that was when Chris was like, Chris you, know, you know, Chris is like, you know, maybe he's got the right stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's... So then Chris goes back to this helicopter and um, everything's exploding because, you know, Ethan pulled the trigger yeah. the
2: way he's supposed he takes, to. Yeah, he takes the detonator from Chris as yeah. he hands off Rose to him. And... And so, like Chris gets back into the helicopter, and Mia is doing the stereotypical "Where's Ethan?" Yeah. What What's going on? And then the whole village blows up, and she goes, "What was that?" <laughs> like who? Like, and it's like, bro, come
0: on. How you are you boot, and you you Ethan the stupidest
2: people ever that you can't put the context clues together like this?
0: And so then they 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 slowly pan over and um one of the people that chris is there with it goes the bsaa was sending in bioterror
2: soldiers and yeah like- that was so, like what so the, the yeah the reveal is that the, so like they have this corpse on the helicopter with them and it's a bow um which you know like i said earlier about when when describing what the bsaa was why are they a bio terrorist. They're using zombies as yeah, weapons. Yeah, they're using zombies as weapons. They're using the thing that they are, were created specifically to fight against as their own weapons.
1: Uh, and I so love that like,
2: Chris was like, I don't know what they're doing, but
1: someone's a, someone said
2: I'm gonna find out. Yeah, and he goes, set a course for BSAA Europe headquarters. <laughs> so, like, they're taking uh, Mia with them, I guess.
1: Yep, and then but, it's just like, fade to, fade out.
0: Yeah, fade to black. But the game's not even gonna be about that. The next game.
2: It really isn't.
1: There's
0: an isn't. after, yeah. after credit scene.
2: Yes, of a grown-up Rose. Well, uh, well, teenage. Th- there there, there yeah. was also
1: this. Older. The, you forgot. Was this before or after the the big text box? Is like the father's story is now no, no, over. No, oh. That was that yeah. was
0: after the Rose scene. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so we Rose... skip
1: like I don't know thirteen, fourteen years in the future, and Rose is. Reading this creepy book for some reason.
0: It's the that, the book that Mia was reading at the
1: beginning. Yeah, that like you know. the book that we decided
2: we didn't want to talk about until now because we got the second half of the story, which is quite yeah. literally just the story of. It's just yes, yeah, the story the Winters is.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so she's visiting her dad's grave. Um, presumably, there's nothing in that grave. Uh, yeah. Um, and. And, and it's also his birthday It's also his
2: birthday I and thought it was a week l- after his birthday Because she know. was like, sorry I couldn't make it last week I didn't really pay attention to much of that dialogue uh, that might be I it I see
0: What?
1: It, it might have been a week But one of the guys is like, is like Did you find her? He's like, yeah, I found her Guess where she is today of all days But So it maybe it, it seemed like it was his birthday that day but Ah, it's true po- it was, It's possible it was a week later
2: um, but yeah, she's like being followed by presumably agents of Chris, like yeah, a, yeah.
0: or or the BSAA, whatever. Yeah. And then they, the guy, and they're angri- like, "Hey, we
1: we need you. Uh, there's a situation, and wherever we need you." And then is one of the most like unsubstantiated aggressive act in, in like the whole game to me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What is your deal, dude?" This agent is like, "I don't remember." He says something, and then he calls Rose Evelyn, just sort of out
2: of nowhere for no reason. And she like uh, she gets so yeah, she, mad. I th- doesn't she like up? push him up against the truck? And he was like, "Don't call me that ever again." Yeah, and like there's, yeah. there's noise.
0: Can, like sh- there's she's yeah. like there's stuff that I can do that Chris, Chris doesn't, doesn't even know,
2: know about. about. <laughs> and it's like cool. it's like okay, sister. Uh, it's like all right. You but and Albert Wesker's son Jake would get along what, really well. <laughs> what the heck
1: is your problem, dude? She's, yeah. she's yeah. visiting her and, dead father's grave,
2: and he like does the defense of like, oh, I was just kidding, and it's like, bro,
1: why would you even bring it up? First yeah, of all, that like, was that was like eighteen off, years ago, uh, and as far as I mean, it might be public knowledge that Ethan was mold at this point, but like, I don't know why this guy would even. Kn- ha- Draw any connection between the two of them because they don't, it's not like they even look alike. I don't know, it was just so weird and just kind of out of the blue. It it, it was probably the one thing that made me more irrationally mad than any other thing <laughs> that proceeded in the whole game. I was like,
2: This guy is a dick,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, total jerk. Um, and then they drive away. And there's a mysterious figure approaching the vehicle.
2: Okay, I'm glad I wasn't seeing things. Yeah, I thank uh, you for confirming. That remember for me that. basically, because like, I, I was, I wasn't sure. Interesting. Yeah,
1: because there is definitely. I I do, I do like it. It kind of the scene freezes, and I I guess you can. I think I remember seeing a silhouette and be like, "Is that supposed to be a person back there?" Yeah. Uh. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, this is
1: where we're at. And then, and then, we, get the, then we get the text that the father story has now ended.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Ethan's in the ground forever. Good riddance, Ethan. Winters. Good riddance, Ethan. So is, is
1: the next game about Rose? Is it about Mia?
0: Is it about Chris?
1: It can't be about Chris. They wouldn't be like, because Ethan is not Chris's father, as far as we know.
2: That would be <laughs> wild and not in a good way. um I I so I want the next like game that comes out from this to be about Chris dealing with the BSAA, but doesn't seem like that's going to be it, but Probably it, it, well, it probably won't be the next mainline game, but yeah. Revelations Three I guess, is in development. So I guess it all that.
1: depends on what they decide the gameplay is going to be. Um, so we had Resident Evil 7 was like a, a huge reimagining of of Resident Evil, which had become like more and more action games and kind of just sort of over the top and insane. Um, and then they're like, hey, for this one, we're, it's going to be in first person and it's going to be straight up horror for the most part. It also in that game by the end just becomes a straight up action game. Um. And, and this one they're like okay we had a success there what can we do to expand upon it and what it ended up being it was kind of like a mishmash of a bunch of s- a bunch of different kind of game styles like you had the the kind of typical RE7 experience in the castle you had a more like focused straight-up horror experience in the dollhouse. You had a straight-up action, uh, like an unfulfilling action experience with Moreau's fight. And then you (laughs) had what tried, I I guess, tried to like, toes the middle ground with Heisenberg in the factory. Um, And then, of course, you had the Call of Duty section at the end. So it's like it's like they couldn't, they could or maybe not they couldn't, but they are They were certainly trying to figure out, like, where do we... How do we grow the foundation here into something else? And the result of that was, like, let's just... Let's try... It seemed to be, let's try a bunch of different things. And maybe see um, what people respond the best to. So, like, if we're talking about the next game, I guess it just... It kind of depends on what they thought was the... Like, the most successful parts of the game um what they want to do with the story cuz like if you if they're implying that the, in the next game you're going to be controlling Rose who just straight up has supernatural powers like it's not you're not going to be able to make it like a first person horror game you should make it because, a third
2: person character action game
1: well like that's what it would have to be if you're going to like you can't put Rose in the Baker house and have him have her experience the same thing as Ethan did because yeah. she's got freaking superpowers. Presumably I don't know how she would even be able to die. Um so I, I think there's a lot of factors into what the what this game leads into. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's a lot.
0: Yeah. Um I don't it's gonna lead to prototype. That's that's the game it's going to
2: be. So, I would love if it led to a new, like, so, development history here. Devil May Cry was originally supposed to be Resident Evil 4. What if Resident Evil 9, like, this plan, for, like, if the Rose, like, games, whichever, like, however her gameplay stuff is going to be because of the supernatural powers, just ends up becoming another, like, Devil May Cry situation. Or well, it just could call becomes it, a full-on action game. They could call it Rosadent Evil. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I like
1: that. <laughs> That's I very w- good. I won't allow this to go on much further.
0: <laughs> 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 um, the I I don't know I, you know, I think that there could be some interesting stuff, but I I don't know if I'm interested in playing a game as Rose. Uh, That's fair. Um, maybe the next game she's a villain. Because she's gone
2: rogue, um, so she is actually the second child of a prominent character that has superpowers. So I think this is actually going to lead up to like Kong versus Godzilla. Y- just to mm, maybe <laughs> um, the other one is Albert Wesker's son Jake, um, who's basically just Nero from Devil May Cry. Okay, yeah. Um, but not as good. I want to clarify that. Um, so I think it'll probably be, like, them joining forces with, like, Sherry Birkin or, like... Uh, that's a name. Uh, from Resi 2. I've, I don't it's know. It's been so long since I've played It's been so long, game. man. You gotta play the remake. No. That's all I'm saying. No. I'm good. If you want horror, that's it. I'm good. <laughs> um...
0: So I mean I'm ready for Resident Evil Nine, I guess, or whatever it's gonna be. Resident Evil IV. Uh, it's based in the hospital. Um, Why would it the, IV is IX. four? Oh, IVX. Um, the next game is gonna what? be called Resident Evil Six, and Vixen.
1: <laughs> what? Resident Evil Vixen.
0: Resident Evil Vixen. <laughs>
1: God, I, I don't, don't like know, that. I don't like that. I don't either. like that one bit. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, let me think of something else. Uh, you guys keep talking, I'll think.
0: <laughs> I can't remember. I can't think of anything.
2: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know. The series has a lot of places it can go right now. Well, it can go anywhere. Yeah. They've proven that. Yeah, yeah, but like the, the plot specific knows. plot points that this game has left, though, like there are multiple paths. Sure. That th- oh, You any guys, next you, guys you guys.
1: Resident Evil Crucifix.
0: Ooh. There's demons or something. That'd be cool.
2: Yeah, I could see it.
0: Yeah. Crucifix. I like it.
1: That's good. Resident it's Evil spooky. Phoenix.
2: Oh, Oh! Ethan comes back from the dead. <laughs> no, the father's story is over. <laughs> or is it? Or, oh, unless?
0: That's the secret ending is when you like a thousand percent it or not. Yeah, it ends. just <laughs> has the unless, unless. question <laughs> <laughs> oh, mark. Um, so overall. Resident I've,
1: Evil Pixel. It's a crossover with that Adam Sandler movie. Oh,
0: Pixels. God. Um, I, I really enjoyed this game. Uh, I think it was fun. Uh, I, I, I know that it sounds like I talk about, it's just cause it's fun to bag on things that you like in the moment. Um, in my opinion, I yeah. like, if you can't look at something you like critically, then, uh, it's some, like, that's something that I just hold dear. Like, yeah. I love the fast and furious movies, but good Lord, they're not good. Like I but I enjoy watching them.
2: We're we're critical about these things because we like them. Yeah.
0: If I didn't
2: like it, I would be ambivalent. Yeah. To it. Be like whatever. Right.
0: So um, you know, I I liked it. I think other people should play it. Um I I think it was enjoyable. Yeah. Fun time. Not as good as seven though. But a fun time.
2: Yeah, I think I like Seven more as like a full package experience, like story, gameplay, characters. Um, but I think I like I like the lore in a village a lot more. Okay. And s- specific sections like the atmosphere. That's because you game. like the old Resident Evil lore, though. Yeah.
0: You like that they they were like, what if Seven, but with ties to all the old stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I can see that in you. It's okay. <laughs> Seth,
1: I think w- I liked 8 more.
0: Whoa. I mean, yeah, you've been more positive. on This is, yeah, this is a good and mix. It, and you... so,
1: like, I, I kind of... For me, 7 was, like, it was a fun experience, but I also, like, I had no... The fact that I played 7 made me... Holy made me want to play eight, and so there was this level of excitement for it for me going into it, which did not exist uh, in Resident Evil Seven. I'm still surprised Um,
0: we got you to play seven. I know,
1: yeah, and so I think like I had momentum going into it. I was like, all right, all right, this is it. Um, So I think I like I I think they're they're pretty close experience. They're pretty pretty close, like goodness wise I think I might have enjoyed this one a bit more just because like it was so over the top but I but I did I did miss the the more straight up horror stuff that seven had
0: yeah all right um, did you have any other things you wanted to note before we sign off I know this was a very long episode thank you for sparing through it and listening yeah, to if, us talk if you about
1: made it this far
2: bravo kudos to you yeah. you are suplex certified yeah, you, <laughs> yes yeah uh
1: put it put it in your twitter bio
0: this game is suplex certified oh uh,
1: yeah so. i would say for sure yeah. for sure um and you listener. i wouldn't say
2: it's our number two game of the year look though. we
1: we don't we'll we see. don't know
2: yet we'll see
1: <laughs> we'll see we're 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 a ways out we're we've got time
0: <laughs> uh, i don't like that <laughs> Um, so <laughs> with that, we appreciate you uh, every every week that you listen and deal with us having delays and errors. And thank you so much for listening to the show week in and week out. Thank you to Joe for the mid-roll. We appreciate you. And we are going to talk at you next week. Goodbye.
1: Bye. See you. keep